What's going on, Drinking Buddies? Brand new podcast coming right at you. But real quick, you know what time it is. You know what we got to do? We got to make a little money in this motherfucker. We got to talk about the sponsors, the people that bring you me, this show, and my drinking habit. First and foremost, we were brought to you by the video versions of a Now We Drink. The video versions are available on Vimeo. For $6, get you unlimited streaming of all 68 episodes or 99 cents an episode. You could download it, watch it whenever you want. They're ad-free, full HD, and you just can't miss what happens in the video versions. Visual jokes, nudity. So be sure to check them out today at www.anwd.net slash videos. Once again, that is www.anwd.net slash videos. We are also brought to you this week by my Twitch stream. That's right, guys. I am Twitch streaming at least three or four times a week. Check it out at twitch.tv slash Slayer. Come hang out in the chat. Watch me play some video games. Sometimes get a little sloppy while I'm doing it. Every Monday night, me and some friends play some Fortnite. So come check that out on the Twitch stream at 7 p.m. Pacific. There's a lot of fun shit happening on the Twitch stream. So come check it out at twitch.tv slash Slayer. Right now my schedule is Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday. Come out for any of those streams. Come hang. It'll be a blast. Last but not least, we are brought to you by an old school sponsor, our friends at Vinyl Me Please. Vinyl Me Please is the record of the month club, the best damn record of the month club. In fact, every month, Vinyl Me Please features one album that is essential to the modern vinyl collection. It has things like bonus tracks, inserts, color variants, comes packaged with a 12 by 12 album-inspired art print, and custom cocktail pairing recipe. You can't beat it. Rad vinyl, new art, new ways to get fucked up. And by supporting Vinyl Me Please, you support and now we drink. I get direct proceeds off that shit. And Vinyl Me Please isn't like Record of the Month Clubs of old. It's month to month, no strings attached, cancel anytime. So sign up today at www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. Once again, that is www.joinvmp.com slash ANWD. My guests this week are the founding members of Insubordinate Records. Returning to the show for I don't even know how many times. Alex Ludovico's back. He is joined by Scorsese and producer Jason Griff. This one, of course, goes all over the place. Of course, we talk hip-hop, which I'm way over my head on. Way over my head. But we also talk some sex stories, some pro wrestling, some bad behavior. They're going to roll back through and like probably have a full-on, just full pro wrestling episode. But in the meantime, sit back, relax, pop a cold one, and enjoy, drinking buddies. Chilling, chilling. Doing hey. well. All right, guys. Wait. Um, are we live? Are we actually going? Or we are actually fucking going now. Oh, okay, cool. Um, I so, wanted to try to capture that gold real quick, but I was a little too slow. Uh, nah, we can go yeah, back there'll, in be, there'll be plenty of gold. We'll, we'll, we'll keep digging <laughs> for gold. I'm, I'm here. <laughs> um, I'm here now. And then, and then when I get in the house, and I get on, I get on my mic. Oh my god, y'all look, y'all, that's gonna be our only time. I want to spit that fire. All y'all fucking shit details. First and <laughs> foremost, I want to say that 
the Now We Drink podcast is not liable for any pedestrians that die or car accidents that happen because of this podcast. We're just going to put that out there. We're going to throw it away. (laughs) We're not responsible, but we're happy that you're doing it because it will make for great content. If that does happen, I might hit that motherfucker (laughs) right there on the scooter. Hey man, I love. <laughs> Don't pick on scooters, bro. It's the best. It's the best form yeah, of transportation ever. I got a motherfucking. I'm clean shaven. I don't lost weight. My face. My face is back to like pre quarantine face. Nice. Because it was scary hours for a minute. I ain't gonna hold you. It was, it was real. Woo, I was, but before we get too far hours. into this, because there's a, most of the people that watch this or listen to it are going to be hearing it on audio. Why don't we have everyone identify the voices? Because I will introduce you guys. Before we actually go on, but they need to be able to hear, know who everyone is when they're speaking. Sweet. So, uh, Griff, go first, I believe. Uh, my name is Jason Griff, and uh, I'm an alcoholic. You're on the right show. Uh, uh, no, my Welcome name is Jason, Jason Griff, producer extraordinaire, producer for everyone involved in this. This little shindig we're doing here. Sweet. Uh, Alex Ludovico right here. What's up? Uh, what is this? Three or four, Matt? I think this is four, right? Uh, it's definitely three-ish. Three and a half. Three and, three half. and a half. <laughs> three and a half. Yeah. Rapper extraordinaire. We like to say extraordinaire nowadays, to be fair. To be fair. Yeah, and um, Short for extraordinary. <laughs> cool. And we in, we in here. What up? And we got Scorsese in here as well. You already know, man. It's your boy, Scorsese Lord Jones, man. One half of the Dream Team, one-third of Insubordinate Records, <clears throat> one-fourth of the Nation Gang, and one-eighth of the Zip Squad. I'm a whack rapper. Extraordinaire. <laughs> so, and I say that, when I say when I say I'm a whack rapper, I'm so bad that I'm better than all you other motherfuckers. So if I'm whack, you motherfuckers is way worse than me. Bitch-ass niggas. Good. <laughs> I'm so trying to do all the math on Scorsese's intro. Like, he's one-third and one-eighth of what, like, the, that was a, just a fucking There's algebra all, equation. It's all, it's all crew. It's all crew love. It's, it's all, all connected. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fellow Fedora <laughs> boy, we in the building. Even though ain't none of us got Woo-hoo! fedoras on today. Yeah. I Sometimes mean, we you put know, those court- away. Uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Quarantine does not lend itself well to the fedora look. It just feels ridiculous to stay in my house sometimes with a fedora on. <laughs> Although I, I've definitely done it. Can I keep it a buck with y'all? I haven't yeah. put on a pair of pants in months. I've been wearing nothing but, but, but jean shorts. Not jean shorts, but uh, basketball shorts, shorts and a hoodie in the crib. Been wearing your John Cena's. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> You already know. Hey, this is the first time I've put on pants in weeks, and that's just because I had to drop someone off at LAX today. I'm right there with you. God, LAX is accessible. I had to. I had to dispose of my roommate for a month and a half. So for now, yeah, like, that sounds awful. Oh, it's going to be so horrible to not have to wear pants at all in any part. Like the shorts are out the window now. I'm only going to be wearing my boxers so I don't leave a stain on the couch. That's wise man. Wise man. Man, how many couches in the world must smell like ass now? I hadn't even thought about that. I definitely so have a different couches. <laughs> couches have just been just been farted. They've just been farted on and like rolled in. People haven't bathed in days. Mm. <laughs> like, oh yeah. It's just, and you can't even 
And because it, you can't even find like Febreze and Lysol to spray it down and give you like a. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been looking for Febreze for like three weeks, dude. Every oh, I've just been buying a new couch every three weeks. <laughs> oh shit! That. That real? <laughs> Crystal ball like, burn, burn that couch. Get a new couch. <laughs> Uh, oh, man. Buy a couch. I go to Craigslist. Free couches. <laughs> free couches. <laughs> so just... Look, listen. The free section of Craigslist is fucking incredible. Like my entire house is nothing but free shit. Because I got Much kids respect. and they break shit. <laughs> I tried that shit one time. Go buy new, buy new shit. Be fancy, and they fucked it all up. So I said, "What am I doing? I'll just buy new shit when they're gone. Because then it's just me." You know, and I can just sit and be comfortable. So damn that. True, true. Well, look, we here. We here, man. It's the podcast. I'm tired as fuck. Yeah, you got to hurry up and get home so you get part of the... It's called the Now We Drink, bro. You slipping. We're all over I can't here. even yeah. drink. Yo, Pete, Pete, Pete. Everybody, so listen. So I joined a, a black bikers group, right? Right, right. Because, like I said, it was this quarantine. I was getting fat, and I, was, I can't do this shit anymore. Like depression was setting in, the anxiety. I had to, I had the East Hampton Polo Boys project coming. Um, the engineer oh, working on the project. Was, the engineer was was being a dickhead. He was taking forever getting me the music. I was getting heated. He and Cali looked, yo, Alex, real rap. I almost flew to Cali like to fuck him up. I was, getting, I was like, yo, I'm just gonna risk this shit. Go to mask Let's on. Listen to this. Gotta see him. Because look, man, I, yo, Pete, I recorded this motherfucker in February. I recorded the project in February. Jesus. It's July. Was, it's August. I remember. Yes, it's July. It's August. Guess when, I, guess when, listen, guess when I got the project back? Guess what day? Uh, Friday. July 18th. July 31st. I had, I had to go back on the bank and switch some songs. Because he sent me the joints like Leia. Like, oh, I sent you the wrong mix. Motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I was here. Uh, but look, we're going to talk. Let's talk about this shit. First of all, insubordinate records, man. I want to get that out there. This is it's a joint venture between the three of us. I know. I told you. I got to do my shit. All right, insubordinate I respect records. Um, I respect it too. Like I don't even have to do shit. I'm just gonna sit back and enjoy the ride of hosting this motherfucker you tonight. Get the, you get the look, man. Chime in when you feel like it, motherfucker. What are you doing in the car? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh nigga, try to make a fucking turn. You can't make no. I'm in DC. Yo, listen, I hate driving in DC. Motherfuckers in DC drive like it's Mario Kart. Like they drive like they got. They're racing you. I'm like, motherfucker, you're not racing me. I just want to get home. <laughs> But anyway, insubordinate <laughs> records, man. I was, you know, we were we were working on these projects. February, I went out to LA. I'm at Alex's crib. I'm writing the record. I would take one of the little scooters and I would ride up to Hollywood. You know what I mean? And I would go and I would record the joint. We finished it. I'm like, bet. He's like, yo, when do you want it back? I said, I need that shit back in May. Get it to me in May. I can drop. I'm gonna drop in uh, July, and we're good. Then quarantine happened. And he was taking forever. So I was like, fuck it. Me and Jason had were sitting on some records. And Jason was like, yo, why don't you just finish this shit and make it a fucking project? Cool, I'm in there. I finished not just Midnight Express. I finished the record with a UK producer, Sinners in the Sun. 
I finished another EP with a random motherfucker I met on Twitter. Named Justo Slade. That joint called King Bradley. I did a, a whole group EP with my crew, the Nation Gang. And I did, like, another EP that's just done, plus random shit. And I finally got it back. So I got fat. I know I'm kind of jumping around, but just float with me. Just float with me. All, all right. right. Hey, I got to watch the speed <laughs> camera, so I got to watch my shit a little bit. So I get the shit back. Hey, look, man, I don't, I don't need no more tickets, man. I don't need more, no tickets, no tickets. I got to stay around 29, so just float with me. So look, I got fat. Got off my diet kind of eating whatever the fuck was in the crib. And I got little kids, so I'm eating they shit. Wild cookies and Doritos. You know what I mean? Like I said, quarantine couch was funky as shit. That was, and, a, that was a long time to get to quarantine couch. It's as funky as shit. Hey, I know, we're still there. Like, I appreciate, this is, this I appreciate the build-up. I mean, you don't have to just dive into quarantine <laughs> exactly. couch. Storytelling is story story great. I'm with it. Yeah. Yeah. Storytelling bars. Storytelling bars. is king. You know what I mean? Exactly. You look, context is king here. All right? You got to understand the shit to understand the shit. All right? Well, I want to know. So, I, I do want to know okay. one thing. How did all y'all, because you, all three of you are in different places. How did you guys come together? Well, I think Griff is the catalyst for the entirety of this. I've How long have I known you, dude? Like, I can't, I've been trying to rack my brain about how we know each other. Um, is, is it? It was okay. So, so I know I I can provide the background on that. It was it was 2007, and I I know it was 2007 because literally I had just moved to New York. I had been there for like three weeks, and Zilla hits me up. He's like, "Hey, there's this dude uh, named. Can I say your previous rap name? Is that is that permitted? Yeah, I'm cool with that. Uh Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's this guy named There's this guy (laughs) named Ill Illegal, like not illegal. But ill eagle. Oh, the which, terrible pun. The first uh, pun name I respect. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you my rap name after this. Go ahead. I'll tell you my first one after this. Go ahead. So my man, ill eagle. <laughs> silence. Radio silence. Oh, okay. No, I, so, thought you were, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna. Yeah. What's the origin like, of ill eagle there? I'm like, by that name, and I'm, I'm not even saying that name to like. I'm just, I'm just stating facts. Hold on. When I first started, it was like, okay, my, this is like some super rap nerd shit. Like when I first started rapping, like it was on some, like, I'm a shoot mad motherfuckers, sell all the drugs and done none of this in my life. But one of the first punchlines I said was like, yo, my bar is so ill. They should be ill eagle. And I was like, I was also 18. But carry on. That definitely sounds like an 18-year-old choice. You gotta do the West Side Gun ad lib. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. All right, but Z- so Zilla hit you up. I didn't. I don't think I know this actually. Oh, yeah, okay. So, <laughs> but uh, my side note on your previous rap name is it always made me think of uh, the Eagle Man commercial. <laughs> it must be I'm not, Eagle I'm, Man. I'm, I'm thinking, I've got something rows. for you. <laughs> if you don't sample that in a fucking track at some point, I'm gonna be really disappointed in you. I'm, I know Griff has it in a beat somewhere. <laughs> it's it's, it's in the yet, deep cuts uh, folder. That's a, that's a Fedora Boy record, absolutely. We got. <laughs> I'm cool with Eagle I mean, Man. I'm just, with it. Like I got something for you, and then right into the beat. Oh, that'd be amazing. I'm actually gonna do that when we're done here. Uh, but uh, no, so so Zilla hit me. Zilla hit me, and he's like. Um, 
because there was this blog called 33 Jones. Um, shout outs to yep. Fresh. Um, and and he would cover our stuff a lot, like my stuff and Zilla's stuff. And then he did a write up on Illegal. And Zilla was like, hey, did you see this? And he's like, I know this dude. You should hit him up. And I'm like, oh, that's weird because like he's in Chicago and I literally just left Chicago. But so that's when we originally like started communicating. And I think you came out to New York like like later that summer for um for whatever reason. But we met in person. That was the first time we met in person. And right, I remember I think, that. I think uh, for the next twelve years we did one song together. Uh, it was about maybe one. two. Um, <laughs> And then all of a sudden, like a year and a half ago, just decided like, hey, let's make a million records together. And yeah, and that pretty much was... brings you up to speed. Yeah, that doesn't For bring sure. you up to speed and... at all. Right. We got the whole, <laughs> where does Scorsese come in? Um, a god awful well, storyteller. Like, I mean, I'm doing I'm do one at a time. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> concurrently to that... Um, uh, once again, we circle back to Zilla Raka and he um, uh, randomly, it was like, okay, so I, I more or less stopped making beats for like five years. Um, and then there was a period where um, uh, my wife and kids went to visit their family in New York for like an extended period of time. I'm like, I'm bored out of my fucking mind. Um, let me just make a bunch of beats again. So I hit up Zilla, um, who I had always stayed in touch with, even when I was only making like three beats a year. Um, and I'm like, Hey, you know, anybody looking for beats? And he's like, Oh, there's this one dude I know who's looking for remixes. And I'm like, all right, cool. And enter Jihad Scorsese on Twitter. Um, and, uh, I did a remix for his only God's no project and it was adequate. I would say a world. He tells the story. He, he, look, see, this is why you don't let Jason Griffin tell stories. All right. So Pete, I, uh, the homie Zilla Rocca has always been for me, um, like part mentor, part friend. Like he was, uh, he was connected to me through another homie, um, named Khalid, AKA that cousin, uh, who was like, yo, you should talk to Zilla Rocca. Like, don't worry about making music with him. Just talk to him. Like he's a, a really indie cat. Um, I know you're like really working on your music, but like the business side of the shit was just completely off kilter. Like I had no idea how to really like manage any of that shit. And he was like, yo, you just talk to him. And again, shout out the fat cousin because he actually paid Zilla. He's like, yo, here's a hundred dollars. Just talk to my friend. Like he makes dope music, but he doesn't really know how to market it. And so basically like anytime, like I need something, I just always call Zilla. Like, yo, I have an idea. What do you think? And I run it by him. And I dropped this project called The World Only Gods Know um, almost three years ago now. A really, really ill record uh, with one of my producer friends out in Dallas. And Zilla heard it. Zilla's like, yo, this is a really dope project. Um, and I was like, yeah, it is. But like nobody's listening to it. Like I was really pissed off. And he was like, well, what do you think about doing like a remix? He's like, anytime I drop a project, I always do like a remix. Take my same vocals, flip them over some new beats. Oftentimes that gets people like to listen to it. And in particular, your shit is like really Southern sounding, but you're from Philly. So maybe if you've got some East Coast beats, it'll people will listen. Dope idea, right? So he linked me with uh, Disco Vietnam, Barry. He linked me with Camouflage Monk um, and a couple other people. And he was like, yo, I actually know a dude who does nothing but remixes. A guy named Jason Griff. 
go to Jason Griff's Twitter page. He follows like 10 people and like four people follow him. I'm like, this shit feels like a scam, but sure. Because <laughs> I, like, I think his last tweet at that particular moment was like a random like picture of like Splatoon from his Switch. Which, so I'm like, I think that's his. Those are his only tweets: are Splatoon from Nintendo Switch pictures. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm pretty sure, like, is his kid. I think I think it's like his oldest son just sending these random pictures on his Twitter page. So like, I don't know what the fuck this guy is, but all right, Dilla recommended him to me. He's got to be pretty cool. I hit him up, and I'm like, Yo, I'm looking for a remix. You know, he gives me a price. Cool, I pay it, and then I don't hear from him for like two months. Oof, oof. Now, I mean, when I say don't hear from him, it wasn't like, I can say like this, right? Like, like uh, Disco Vietnam Barry, he sent me his remix back in a week. Like, he sent me a video, like, yo, I'm making this ill beat. I love the verse. Send me the beat, send me everything. Other people were sending me their shit back. I hear nothing from this guy. Nothing. And I'm like, holy shit, I got burnt. And I'm just kind of mad when all of a sudden, like, a random email just pops up. And I hear it, and the first thing I know is like, wow, this beat's kind of dope. Second thing is like, I'm completely off beat. So I'm like, all right, that's not a big deal. Let's see if we can fix it. And I think we spent like another week just kind of timing out the vocals a little bit. Because where like Alex, uh, and you know, obviously Alex, feel feel free to correct me if you're wrong. Alex normally raps like right on the one, like hella in pocket. My brain doesn't work. It's my thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's how (laughs) how it works. Yeah, my, my brain doesn't work like that at all. Like I catch the beat where it feels comfortable for me, and so I'll 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 be I might ride like the bass line, I might ride like an ill little like string that I heard, and I'm like, yeah, I want I just want to be on this, and it works, you know. But if you don't hear that, or you're like, yo, I'm not used to somebody riding catches a two, or it comes in right on the zero or whatever. Now I'm getting like nerdy music shit, it'll throw you off, and that's what happened. But we fixed it, and it was really ill. And what I liked the most was there was like this little dope little sample he put at the end of it. Um, I don't even know where the fuck he found it, but it was like really dope. And I was like, cool. Then like a week later, I just get a beat in my inbox. Again, just a random email. Jason just sends it off. And inside the email, he's like, yo, this is a beat I made. I'm probably going to send it to somebody else. But if you want to use it, that's cool. Alex, you already know. That's some bullshit. <laughs> no no producer sends you a random beat and just says, eh, if you don't rap on it, it's cool. I knew flat out, like, if I don't rap over this shit and fucking crush it, he'll never send me a beat again. And so that record ended up becoming uh, Death by Roll-Up, uh, which features Mr. List. Um, it was really dope, dope fucking record. And from there, we just kind of started talking. I was working on a project uh, for a pro wrestler, um, manager slash wrestler uh, goes by the name of Stokely Hathaway. He's now Malcolm Bivens in NXT. And he asked me to do a mixtape for him. And I was kind of rapping over like other people's beats, doing some other shit. And I was just kind of like, eh, it's cool. But I really would love to make some original shit. Make a fucking album. Hit up Jason. Jason's like, yo, I'm, not, I'm down to do it. And Jake starts to, he's like, oh, Stokely Hathaway, and he knew exactly what I was talking about. We started talking wrestling, and now I'm like, oh, shit, this is a kindred fucking spirit. He knows fucking wrestling. And we did the project, and through the course of the project, he was 
like, yo, listen to this. And he sent me Alex's EP that, that they, had, they had did. And my first thought was like, holy shit, this motherfucker's amazing. Oh, well, thank um, you. Yeah, I, I, hey, bro, I, you know me, man. I, I, I don't do a lot of things, but I tell the fucking truth. And that was like the first, was like, I got, like, I was up in New York. Um, he sent it to me. I was up, I was in New York for WrestleMania. And I'm riding around with my friends, and we're just, we were running that, uh, we were running the intro, and we were running Dynamite all fucking day long. And I was just like, yo, listen to this motherfucker rap. Like, this motherfucker can rap, rap, not, you know, putting shit together and kind of, eh, not swag, not nothing. He can rap. And one thing I've always loved um, about Alex is the way he uses his voice. Like, I've always, like, my voice oscillates, it goes up and down, and sometimes that shit throws me off. Like, I'll, I'll get, like, really self-conscious about it. Like, oh, I don't want to sound like that. And I'll go back and I'll re-record something, and later on, I'll be like, damn, I should have kept that. That was great. Like, that was one thing from just listening to Alex shit was like, nah, keep it. My voice is my voice. People fuck with it, they fuck with it. Yeah, man, oh, that's how yeah. I've always been. That's a, that's a school of young thug for me. It's just like, whatever, dude, the crazier <laughs> you sound the better. Like, I'm just like, because I used to be super self-conscious about, like, vocal inflection and shit. Like, I I mean, I fucking hate my speaking voice. And my head, I think I've said this to Slayer before, and my head is, I'm talking to you now, I hear Lawrence Fishburne. I know that's not <laughs> how it's coming out. <laughs> Definitely not. I know that's, yeah, it's not how Lawrence it's coming Fishburne, out. I'll never unsee that. <laughs> no, yeah, I hear Lawrence Fishburne in my head as I'm speaking to you. Specifically, like Morpheus Lawrence Fishburne is the tone Alex, I hear in Alex, my head. Oh, Alex, I actually thought Alex, Cowboy Curtis. Alex, do me a favor. <laughs> offer me some pills. Uh, would you like the blue pill or the red? See, no, dude, it sucks. It See, fucking sucks. I don't want to even in your normal speaking voice. Give it to me in your normal fucking speaking voice. I want to hear the r- blue pill or the would red like- pill. Would you like the blue pill or the red pill? Yeah. And it's see, so it's so insane-songy and inflection-y and shit. And it's just like, well, fuck. I don't know why this happened. It's cool. Like, I guess this is, it's like, I had to learn to accept that too. Like it was, it used to bother the shit out of me. I was like, dude, I know I can fucking write crazy raps, but I wish my, like fucking chain smoking, hoping that it affects my voice and shit. And now just whatever, dude. Like I know my shit's fire and it's cool. So I appreciate you saying that. I, man, there were times, and I, if I ever let y'all hear some of my original, ooh, bro, listen. So, and I meant to say this too. So, Ill Eagle, meet uh, Wilson Fisk, the Kingpin. That was that was my original, <laughs> my original rap. Name. I know it was so. It was so. I know. Hey, look, oh, I, no. I, oh, I know. So I, I mean, I, said, I don't. I don't oh, hate man. it. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I, I, I mean, you, I'm not I can crazy tell you about a CD it. Where that shit, and it pops, it's on the CD too. Oh god! <laughs> I, that, that's not the. I mean, that's not horrible. I mean, there's been other comic book references throughout rap's yeah. history. But you, have mean, the king, you have the kingpin of crime. Yeah. I was the kingpin of rhyme. Wait, All how right. did you? Oh, oh okay. no! Right. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Wait, how did you spell it though? Was it was it W Y L X Z N? F. Will so T- it was Z- no, so it was it was so it was just Will <laughs> W I L L Fisk F I dollar sign K. Uh, the dollar sign. Should have known there would be a dollar the do- sign. Of course, the dollar sign was there. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's hip hop. 
hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. See, I would have seen it as like Will S I N, Will Sin. Oh, yes, see, 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 that feels like a, but that feels like a porn name. So I feel like that's, hey, that's my world. Man. That's my world. This <laughs> <laughs> feels like that. a very unbrand. But it, and it's funny because all of my friends, because nobody calls me Shelton. Like that's my, you know, that's my government name. Like no one on earth calls me Shelton except for my mom, and only when she, and only when she's pissed. Oh, uh, funny story. So, I I actually call you Shelton uh, when I speak about you. This yeah, is a fact. I will, I will vouch is, for this. Is that a problem? Alex, it what happens not. to your like, lights? Uh, okay, cool. I like my name. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, I, like, I, love, I love my first name, but no one, no <clears> one <throat> in my family calls me by that. No one, like, not in like, the course of a conversation. Nobody calls me that shit. So, like, everybody either so calls Shelton? me Shell, they'll call me Shells, or they'll call me Shelliano, which I hate it. Because Shelly I'm like, there's random. another rapper, there's another rapper in Philly, and he goes by Shelliano. He's whack. Oh yeah. And I, I sound, I sound nothing like him, and I just like, yo, don't call me Shelly. They're like, nah, Shelliano, you know, because they're like, because it sounds like mafioso shit. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. But um, you know, I just kind of accepted it for a while, and then eventually I was just like, I, that's not what I want to be called. But uh, oh man, my friend. I brought up Wilson Fisk, and I should never have brought that shit up. Too <laughs> late now. It's too late now. It's on anyways, the internet forever. Anyways, anyways, moving it was on. <laughs> it, was, it was voice shit. I used to... Hold on, he muted. Like, it's okay. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. He got uh, so excited. It, it happens. Yeah, I pushed it. Hey, can I, am I heard now? Yeah. Hey, you're good. Yes. All right. Yeah, so I, I used to stack my vocals like three or four times. I would go out, like before I went to the studio, I would go and I would Green. <clears throat> so my voice was like raspy and you know i was like man I, this is what i want to sound like i want to I want... right and, yeah, I, and just in case for to update so like when musicians are recording vocals you record like multiple takes on top of each other and as we've gotten better better technology we've all realized as musicians how fucking stupid it is to do yep. like especially on some rap shit like to do the same verse three different times and just make it sound so fucking like pushing all the sounds into the red and shit. It's just like, uh, and, and on top of the fact that it's otherwise, like, otherwise known as the Tupac method. Yep. Dip it in the steam, in the mirror. And it stacked, and it sounds like eight of you in the booth. And it just, oh god, like go back and like go back and listen to, like an old Onyx record or anything from like early like ninety two, ninety four, and you'll hear that shit. Like Nas used to do it. You know, Ray, Meth, everybody was stacking vocals, especially up in New York. Um, they got away from it in the South, but even in the South, like it's bad. Like you listen, like old. I was listening today, like old uh, Eight Ball and MJG, and they have two of like the smoothest, like deepest voices in the world, and they're stacking vocals. They're just like, oh god, it's just not that is, I can't bear awful. You know, <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, Alex. Uh, Dolomite, I heard it, and I was like, bro, I want to do a verse for Dolomite. I want to do a remix. And in my in my typical fashion, I tend to, like, say things out loud before I actually ask. <laughs> so I just kind of went on yeah. Twitter and was like, yo, <laughs> I'm going to do a Dolomite remix. And, and I guy, like, uh, all right, tight. <laughs> yeah, and Alex was cool with it. I was 100% cool with it. He was like, yeah, do it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to fly to L.A. I want to record it. He was like, oh, yeah, you can stay at my place. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude, then, fuck it. And then on top of the fact that my studio dude here is always booked up all the time, and he's, uh, I'm not gonna shit on him. He's a great guy, but <laughs> it's very annoying booking studio time. <laughs> that's the, that's the irony. I I wrote, I've written like most of Midnight Express was written. Uh, in Alex's house, and all of East Hampton Polo Boys was written in Alex's house. Um, and the irony is, I went to to Alex's to record with him, and ended up doing some other shit. Yeah, so that began what we what we've been doing, and since then we just were, were kind of supporting each other. Um, Jason obviously is like the linchpin as the producer, and uh, we were just like, look, we've been doing this for a long time, like the three of us, kind of working together for the last like year and a half. And I was like, why don't we just make a label and promote ourselves and kind of do what we're already doing, but do it as a cohesive unit. Um, everybody, nobody laughed at me, which I appreciated. <laughs> nah, bro. I mean, uh, it's, a, it's strength. It's strength in numbers. That, that's some real cliche shit, but it's some real shit. I mean, I say this shit all the time. High tide raises all ships. Yep. Mm. So I'm, you know, in a lot of my professional capacities, I am all about that shit. Like, if I was worried about the competition, that means I'm not putting out a good enough product. Right. Exactly. So your only competition is you. Exactly. Exactly. And you do better than you did. Yeah. If people attach to another show, another you know, medium or whatever. That means I'm not doing a good enough job. It doesn't mean that I should hate on someone else who is more successful than me. Fuck that. I hate on people all the time. <laughs> but do you hate on people because a, of their success, or do you hate on people because you're hating on them for another reason? I mean, I'm a professional hater, so that's a <laughs> part of my job description. But, no, I mean, so, I don't hate on success. I hate on how, like, I hate on how people do whatever it takes to be successful. Like earlier this year, right? Like me and Jason, uh, we dropped our dream team project and you know, it did pretty well. A lot of people liked it. A lot of people grabbed it. And, you know, I was like, man, I wish this would have done better. Cause there's a, you know, me and Jason talk about the shit all the time. Then Alex drops uh, the red one is here run really great project that, you're just again you're like yo i want people to listen to this shit like just listen to this like listen to dipshit dipshit is one of the best songs to drop last what 12 months well thank and you sir well, i'm sure we'll be providing all the links in bio I, in the bio i i, I, say this shit, I got, look man i don't i'm not and, I, and i'm not saying this like I, you know because alex is on or griff is on or anything like that like like i genuinely think this shit like i listen i listen to a lot of fucking music all the time and i listen to some people i listen to people that yo go listen to so and so from new york or go listen to this guy from connecticut or go listen to and i listen and, and i hear the same shit it's a, a a really boring loop there's no drums most times or the guy is it, it, and 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 Again, like I'm a writer. I'm a writer's writer. You know what I mean? And so like I pay attention to words probably a lot more than most other like people like listen. And I'll go, God, this is so boring. It's so it everything is set up and I just watch and people will go, Yo, this is the illest shit. And I'm like, just listen to this one time. Listen to Monsters Inc. one time. Listen to dipshits one time. 
You know what I mean? Like, go listen to a Griff beat tape one time. Like, you're you, you're getting all these beats, and and Griff, like, he's probably tired of me like tagging him on shit. Anytime I see somebody like, yo, looking for a beat for a project, like I'll tag Griff, and Griff will go, yeah, fuck that, I'm not doing that shit. And part of me is like, no, like I tag you because like I know like you're dope, and I want people to hear your shit. You know, and that's what like that's how this insubordinate shit works. Like we 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 push each other because we know the shit we're doing is good. And now we just want a new platform. We want people to pay attention. And that's that's why like coming on this podcast matters. You taking the time to listen to us talk our uh, talk through our catharsis for me to explain to you why I hate Jason Griff. And you know <laughs> it's just it's this on it's this ongoing thing with them where it's just like I hate him. I hate him, yeah, and I think it's so adorable. I'm here it's to provide that therapy. It's ever. all good. Fuck, fuck Jason Griff. I didn't. I don't think I started my shit when I said that. I had to make sure I threw it. I've, I've, I've written a song about how I was forced to hunt down Jason Griff and murder him. Hey, uh, Griff, your mic's <laughs> muted, by the way. I mean, no, leave him muted. He muted himself. I, I did mute myself, but I mean, I don't know. You can, uh, you still got video, right? It was. Oh, it yeah, was no, here. we got that. But that. this is primarily <laughs> consumed via audio. I, yeah, I mean, see, nobody saw that shit. I mean, we, we, haven't, seen, we, haven't, seen, we, we haven't seen Scorsese in like 15 minutes, so. Right. <laughs> you, you didn't miss much. Are you still driving? No, I'm, or, I'm parked in front of my house. I'm just lazy. If I go in the house, I got to get off of this for like five minutes to get on my computer. Which I could no, do. Um, why don't you text one of your kids and tell them to bring a beer out to you? <laughs> I can't. I can't have a beer until September twenty fourth. Uh, dude, time I, doesn't matter. Uh, We're in quarantine. Time doesn't matter. You can have a beer right now. When is, what is it? it September? Honestly, it might actually be September twenty fourth. For all I fucking know. Right. I yeah, yeah, yeah. no idea. I want. Listen. I want alcohol so bad. Then you but, should so have I, a drink, sir. Listen. I, listen. I'll be real with you. You know. I made a. As a part of me buying like this bike, this bike was kind of expensive. Um, my wife was like, yo, you got to work out every day. You got to ride at least 30 miles a week. And you can't have a beer until your birthday. Well, well you do know that like, beer is great for recovery. Like when marathon runners finish marathons, they have a beer to they recover. They beer. Yeah. Oh, no. I Listen, I know this. I've had like that very specific argument with her. <laughs> but I'm – listen – all right, I like pussy. And Respect, right? I, I, sometimes you say, "Look, the greater good." If it, if it means I can't have a beer until my birthday, I can wait, and then I can toast because that's so September twenty fourth, same day that Midnight Express drops. Shameless plug. Um, <laughs> hell yeah! But yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be sober, but uh. I'm I'm parked in front of my home right now. I, I'll get out of the car in a second because I look around a bunch of white people in a black. Last, in the a last car. podcast I did, I did um, from the car. I'm proud of you. Woo! Oh. Hey, buddy! It's my <laughs> it's my favorite rowdy kid. Hey. The other the other ones are cool. He's coming home with me. <laughs> wow! I didn't realize oh, yeah, they're like fun. Are you gonna go somewhere happening? with this guy right here? The mystery guy who doesn't even have a picture. Say yes. Is this the first time children have been on here, Slayer? Like normally it's just porn stars and shit. Yeah, this and is like, wildly uh, inappropriate for children to be on here. I no wildly inappropriate. Feel with him and the yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah no, take him out, take him out, take him out, take him out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, we're be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna right. be good. Say bye. Say bye. Aww.
Bye, buddy. Bye. Bye. Normally, normally we have a bunch of people who practice making children on, not actual children. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to tune in. Tell the fam hello. All right, guys. Well, um, uh, so the whatever today is versus whenever this podcast is posted is pretty much my life expectancy now oh no <laughs> um, so did i get you murdered is this my fault oh so, yeah matt take your time take your time uh post editing hey matt all i'm gonna say is this it, it's fine Dead it's fine it's fine battle. it's nothing it's fine it's it's we're, we're it's fine there's nothing happened hey no nothing one who's happened. ever had sex on film is on screen right now Okay. Let me rephrase. No one who has had widely distributed sex on film. Let me let me turn this. I was like, no, I'm just kidding. There could be a couple OnlyFans rocking that I don't know about yet. Oh shit! Actually, Alex, that is a lie. Because whoops, you started someone else's OnlyFans. Because you started at someone else's <laughs> OnlyFans, so that was widely distributed. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. <laughs> totally forgot about that. You you made a sex tape before you were famous enough to cash in on it. Uh, <laughs> those are the best sex tapes. <laughs> and here it is. I was waiting for when it was going to come around here, and we made it, guys. All right, we got to video. We made it almost. <laughs> we made it almost. Alex, you made it good. Let's do this. Oh, did you guys not know about this? Did your label mates not know about this? We did not. It's fine, dude. It's it's all news to me. Let's go. Let's do this. So, Alex, you might as well well share the story with your label mates. I mean, these are your business partners. I wasn't there. I can't share the story for you. I wasn't there, like, tagging you in after I was done. You were there by yourself. Well, not by yourself, but you were there with other people involved. Right. Like you met me and you have mad stories. I've been at AV like at ABN with you before. Like we, you know, we like being an ABN is fucking we special. At... <laughs> no, no, no. I'm saying like you know the stories, and I would prefer to leave them where they are right now, if you will. But just actually, I just remembered what you were. Lead, you were at a party, and for some reason, Waka Flocka was there, and I was VIP, <laughs> and I was like, "This is fucking weird." <laughs> and it was just like, ABN, ABN is weird, dude. It's a blast. This story is getting, getting weird by the second. So you made a formal walk a fucking plane. Here's the thing. I, I, I see the train of thought. Just uh, it's, it's you know. I mean, did, were you here Alex? Were you top or bottom of Waka? Like that we got it. <laughs> uh, was, I was gonna. What's the what's the word that people oh, say? Power bottom. <laughs> Oh man, it's important to records. We're very progressive over here. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would be the first oh, rap label to pr- yo know, prominently be like, yep, power bottom. Power bottom. <laughs> <laughs> there's gotta be a there's gotta be a group of gay rappers with that already. If not, we have to sign them, guys. We have to find these dudes and sign the power bottom gang. I know there's a band called Power Bottom. Of course power, there is. Power Bottom Gang. Come on. That would be a great yeah, rap. They'd be like, bro, we can make so much money off of Power Bottom Gang rappers. That'd be oh, sick. Dude, power Bottom Gang can play <laughs> all the fucking Pride Parades. That's, it. That's what I'm saying, dude. That's just bread. 
Zacchaeus Fred. Oh man. This conversation took a turn I was not expecting at all. I mean, isn't that what normally happens when you do this show? <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah, no, actually. And, and the best that. part is, like, leading up to this show, you were like, I've been on this show, like, four to 12 times, so <laughs> you guys are going to have to do all the talking. And Well, because then like, the stories came up. How the every, tides have turned. <laughs> yeah, well, I've, every single time I've been on here, I've definitely blacked out. I've never not blacked out on this podcast. The first time I was on here, I think we drank, I don't know what we drank with Annie, and I was just fucking going extra ham with the, uh, I believe the kids are calling it booger sugar these days. <laughs> and second, <laughs> second, <laughs> second time I was with my homie, uh, and we were cool. The third time, the last time, we definitely drank moonshine. And, Ooh, yeah, that got to do it. Yeah, that will yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. We broke out was, the flat out moonshine out of the jar for that okay. one. Oh, it was brutal. <laughs> I still have saw that shit. Was brutal. Oof. I mean, it was delicious. It got the job done. It got the job oh, done. Oh, it definitely got the job done. <laughs> <laughs> it did what it was supposed to do. Like, whoa. Anywho. But yeah, I man. feel like you're still dodging Ooh. the question of, like, telling your label mates about your, you know, sex, you know pre-fame sex tape that's out there. I mean, you, you know, I got, there's reasons I'm, you know, not bringing it up right now. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Alex, Alex, did she, did she think she, you were a virgin when she met you? Did she, uh, did you no, tell her you popped her, that, she popped your cherry or some shit? <laughs> uh, no, but I mean, I got, uh, what, what do chicks do? They get like re-vaginated. Re, uh, I got re or dick redicted. I'm trying to think of a good adjective there, and I got nothing because I'm fucking on mm, my third. Because it's not a re- you. You got nothing because it's not a real thing. Nope. Sorry, bro. I got to refresh. Nah, man. Fucking no, nah, no, skin, you didn't. Human skin refreshes happen. itself all the time. Yeah, like human skin refreshes itself, bro. It's totally cool. Yeah, but you don't have a hymen that's being popped. That is true. That is very true. Mm. Man, it's it's cool. It's it's still. I think it's still up. To, I'll, I don't. You know. I don't tell tales out of school, as the kids say. It's how's it out of school? Yeah, it's on the internet for sale. I don't know if I actually want to see this. You don't want to see and it. If I, and if I did, I wouldn't tell you that I saw it, anyways. Or I mean, you, you definitely yeah, should not tell you if I've sure. already seen it. I mean, I don't know. Whatever you do, it's yeah, just a, I mean, it's, it's also a little bit of a social faux pas. To tell your friends how much of a ropey load you blew to their scene. So don't tell them that yeah, either. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> nice and ropey. <laughs> well, I mean, it's insulting if it's dribbly. Like, if it's like, I, yeah, I popped a dribbly like, load to you. Like, like, that's really insulting. <laughs> oh, man. There it goes. I was waiting for when it was going to come here and it landed here finally. Also, oh, when I, I'm, I'm battling your sex tape. <laughs> battling your sex tape. When I when I started landing into obscenity, yeah, that's what happens. Yeah, I'm a, I mean, it's the reason I enjoy this so much. <laughs> it's just you know, I didn't expect to fall into this lifestyle living in Los Angeles. It just kind of fucking happened. I mean, mm. that's just the LA story, mm. isn't it? Title of your sex tape. <laughs> yeah, that's that's got to be yeah that that would be the actual title. Right, this LA lifestyle. I moved to Los Angeles and ended up with a penis in my mouth. I don't know how it happened, <laughs> but it's just a part of the game. Hey, as long as it's consensual, <laughs> there's no nothing, no shame there. 
Hey, man. Absolutely. Hey, man. You know what I've been thinking about lately, which is completely unrelated to all of this? Oh, I was I about to say like penis? But... Brought this up. No, no, no. About like the whole speaking consensual Me Too. I can't believe, I think somebody has had to say this before, but it's like, Hugh Hef died at the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about this so hard. Like, he was like, Harvey Weinstein charges came out, Hugh Hefner died like two weeks later. <laughs> he was like, nope, I'm out. He's like, this is, yep, gotta go. Yeah, like, no, no, it's time to go. It was like, per- I was just like, I thought about that. I've been thinking about it for like a week now. I, I even Googled the dates. It was like, Weinstein's first set of charges, QF dies. Like, they're so close together. <laughs> it was like, wow. Anywho, yeah, man, I don't, you know, I don't like You know what, though? Don't want me to um, their names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, your partner, your co-star doesn't want you to use their name? I don't, I, you know, maybe it's not up there anymore. I haven't checked in ages. No. I mean, I could go look. I kind of want you to. Oh, <laughs> Google is a thing, man. Literally right now. Oh, yeah. No, Google is a thing. <laughs> like, could be good to Leo. That's fine. I rocked hey, two, I rock really two monitors. Like, oh, I shit. It's keep lit. you guys on screen and I can Google this at the same time. I don't have a fucking, you know, producer to do this shit for me, so I got to do it at the same time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, uh, fair, fair. You know, keep a low no, overhead. Um, keeps the IPO uh, attractive for potential stockholders. You know, all that, all that you stuff. Know, oh yeah, it's, it's know, strictly a business, a business related move. It is. It is forward thinking economic progress at and now we drink Incorporated LLC. Well, I, hey, I hope so to get good. to a point. What are you working on what? What am I working on? <laughs> Oh, wait, no, wait to change the subject. Slayer, what are you working on? You're like, Slayer, what are you working on these like, days? I want to change what? the subject. This is really uncomfortable for me. Slayer, what are you? <laughs> Slayer, let's talk about video games. Uh, Who do you, you have on? Uh, who is the last uh, starlet on? Uh, Miss Dolly Lee came back to the oh, show. I'm very familiar. I'm very familiar. Very familiar. Enjoy her work. Well, big I fan, think, big fan. I think you're fucking lucky, man. Uh, I don't think it's up anymore. Yes! Oh, <laughs> boo. Nothing I know, never saw a dollar. Never saw a dollar. Well, that's just bad negotiation on your part. Yeah, you fucked up, man. Hey, man. Like, that's on you. I, to be honest with you, that's what, I mean, what's the what's the difference in pay scale there? Like, you'd make, like, what, $12 a scene or something crazy, so. Well, they, make, they make average on three to 500 a scene. Right. And so, then... Yeah, I mean, this is the it's the only industry where the pay disparity is in the opposite direction, if I'm not mistaken, correct? That is correct. But there's a reason because uh, there's a million dudes who yeah. want to do the job. Yeah. And there's I totally get it. Yeah. But the thing about the fucked up part about it is any woman could do the job to some degree. Not every dude can. That is true. That gets a West Side Gun ad lib for sure. <laughs> yeah, because it's Balenciaga. It's the shot pop. Oh, this guy with the fucking bucket hat. The Come shot pop well, in the bucket hat. Can the question is, can pop, you dude. get it up with a dude like me leaning over you with a boom mic? <laughs> Not I, the shot pop is why that's where the money comes but from. But that's where the money comes from. But is. at the end of the day, if you can't even get it in because some sweaty fucking dude like me is just leaning over you with a camera or a boom, you can't fucking do the job. <laughs> yeah, nah, dude. It is, uh, it is a motherfucker, right. bro. 
that's a motherfucker dude it's yeah. just like okay that's why i like all that new stuff where it's, i mean that's why amateur is taken up that's why I like only fans dude how also how much how much is in the archives you think for them since coronavirus because i saw a video recently that starts with a dude taking a temperature and i was like yo we're still out here so oh my <laughs> god well that's a whole thing like <laughs> this has been a pretty regular cop topic of conversation on the show is how the porn industry is changing because of covid mm-hmm. right because mainstream porn production like studio porn production just fucking stopped like any other fucking mainstream right. production mainstream right and Motherfuckers, you know, most of porn lives with other porn stars. Like, the majority, like, Alex can attest to this. Most porn stars live in a household with other porn stars. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I mean, because, yeah, I stayed, stayed in one of those houses for a few months. And it was just like, oh, all right, this is just, it's just in and out. That's cool. I mean, it makes sense. Right. Like, it, it makes because sense. Because you're all producing content. Like, you can wake up and just produce content. Right. And that's what's right. been happening during COVID is motherfuckers are just, making content with the people that live in their fucking households. They're being safe about it because they're already in the fucking households with these motherfuckers. So right, they're already quarantined together. They're making all this OnlyFans comment and all these performers are learning, oh shit, I don't need a studio to make my fucking money. Right. So I feel like, does it? do you think it even goes well, back to what it was? No. History has shown that as the porn industry goes, technology evolves. Right, because Betamax and VHS is the perfect degree. Right, Betamax, oh. VHS, the fucking internet. We're Blu-ray, all Blu-ray, Blu-ray and HD DVD. Blu-ray and right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, dude, so it's just like, all right, I respect it. But no, I'm just like, because, you know, I mean, I support the industry. We discussed it a million right, times. Right, but we I mean, we're at a point where, like, major studios are buying what would have been OnlyFans content off performers just so they have content for their own sites. All right, all right, okay, so that makes a ton of sense then. I actually really like that idea. But, I mean, I'm sure they're doing it at, like, a cut rate or some shit. No, why, would the, perfor- why would the performer sell it to, you know, a studio at a cut rate? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good point, because then they get to sell it and fucking sell it. Right. Yeah, t- it's, it's fucking music industry shit. It's like, do you? how do you leverage what it is, where it's like, I could put this out myself and make a ton of money, or I could go to someone that has this large promotional arm. So that's when I would think about, like, Dependent, but it's but with fucking Twitter for porn, it doesn't fucking matter, right? Oh, so. At the end of the day, when like <laughs> you're a girl with six figure followers, is that studio gonna actually have better promotional arm than you do? Exactly. Mm. Right, yeah, I mean, Facts. makes perfect sense. So, it's <clears> a <throat> fascinating world, and I'm just upset that it's been nothing but compilations coming out. And I'm like, I've seen all this. Where's my new <laughs> stuff? <laughs> well, then you gotta go to the OnlyFans and spend that money. I can't, have that a couple. The, can't have that on the card statement, though. Come on. <laughs> hey, no, it, they have it under... Uh, I forget what the actual charge looks like. It's got a really funny name. I, I, um, I'm not a married dude. It could definitely be on my card. Yeah, I mean... I, and I'll put it on the business account as a business expense because that is something that we're going to talk about on the show. Right, yeah. No, that's a write-off for you, dude. Right. <laughs> Taxes. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. Pornography. Paid for by the company. I feel like half the room just left. They're like, paying for porn. I'm out. <laughs> See? That's just, you got to pay for it. Listen, from Philadelphia, the bootleg porn capital of the entire world. Like, you realize that, right? Uh, I do. I do. Hell, I've been out to, yeah. Phil- I've been out to Philly. For this? I've been out to Philly to, you know, with featured dancers for cheerleaders 
Yeah, I've been out to Philly for a handful of times. Hey, where? Talk to me. What part of Philly are you in? I, I don't even know where where cheerleaders actually fucking is. Um, the big one is out on... Uh, oh, it's still the same place that I'm thinking. The big cheer is out on the wharf. Out near... Uh, it's in South Philly. Right near the stadium. Yeah, and it was right near the fucking stadium. That's where I was at. Yep. Yeah, I've been my, out. my apologies to run away. By the way, I didn't want to go full naked gun and like pee into the mic while the microphone was still on. It wouldn't be the first person. <laughs> I mean, I've had in studio episodes where the guests decide to piss in a monster can on air. Uh, <laughs> like, we, especially, especially when that was in the audio only days. Like, dude, I could pause this and it'll be seamless if you go pee. He's like, no, I'm just gonna pee in a can while we're still on air. <laughs> like, all right, cool. I think he just wanted to show my co-host at the time his dick. Mm. Oh, was this? Oh, Annie was still around. No, no, this is Draven days. Oh, Draven mm-hmm. days. Oh, wow. Back even then. I yeah. just, yeah, they're still. Those are still the homies. I still keep in touch with them. Yeah, still... the, I, I don't hear from them very often, but yeah, you know, we know so, why. Yeah, <laughs> I will, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it where it is. You know, we'll run yeah. away from that. <laughs> <laughs> and cut. Oh, whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's been talked about enough at this On point. Air. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. I don't know. I just know all my porn friends are also my wolf friends, so I love having them around because they actually understand all the the current climate stuff, and there's no explaining it to them. <laughs> like I see them actively, like I see them actively, like uh, fighting the whole interracial make less fight, and I'm just like, oh, I appreciate that. Cool I, guys, like yeah, actually, it is weird that they pay black people. I'll admit, I'll admit that I came to like a better realization on that because I definitely have said in the past that to Draven when she's like, I'm not taking more for an IR scene. And I went, but they're going to pay you take the money. Yeah. But she's always been about that life where she knows that that's bullshit, that they're paying her more money because it's a black dude. Well, it's yeah, such no, a no, fucked uh, up game. Uh, it is a fucked up <laughs> game. And I've never disagreed that it's a fucked up game. But I'm always a, like but the mindset of, of the mindset Capitalism. of like you're going to offer me more money. I'm going to take more money. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be. I'm not. I'm not upset at any girl that took more money to do an IR scene. I get it. It's just also real fucked up. Oh no, it's hyper <laughs> fucked up. And I don't know. Just my mindset is more like capitalist than principled at times. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I like. In fact, like I said, I could. I I'll live with that. Like, it's not that upsetting to me that someone was like, "All right," even if they're like, "Man, this is fucked up." But thank you for this extra two hundred bucks or whatever the fuck. Yeah, I mean, I've come around. I've 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 been enlightened. I've come around on it. When like, no, that's just fucked up. Yeah, but also, I was never in a situation to make two hundred dollars more for anything because of an IRC. So. That was just me right. being a bad influence on my friends. Right on. Fair. Fair Nothing enough. wrong with being a bad influence on your friends. Yeah, where's Fair your beer? Yep. See? Right. <laughs> I'm drinking something in here, all right? I don't believe you. I'll tell you what it is. I don't believe you. <laughs> but it's good. It's a fucking protein smoothie. <laughs> I didn't have time to make a protein. I'm actually hungry as hell. See, just tell your wife it's part of it's a recovery shake, not a beer. See? My wife is watching Top Gun right now. So she won't even know. She won't even know. You should have a beer, sir. Yeah. Just one. Shout out the goose. One one little beer. One little beer. I should have one. I'm not going to. I'll be right back. Uh, you, you convinced me. I'll be right back. See? I have a bad yeah. influence. She's going to listen to this. Probably not. Or I'm maybe not. not. She probably hears him talking off at home. Oh, we're also about it. Like, oh, 
We're also about an hour deep. Okay, really quick. The spouses generally tune out by about this point. I got, I got yeah. about seven minutes. Dude, am I supposed to be using names for the OnlyFans? Because I'll use names now. I can do it. I mean, that's your call. That is 100% your I, call. You know what? No, because I'm still friends with both of them, and it's fine. So I don't want to do that. Okay. But tell the fucking story that. now. It's your free and clear to do so. Oh, I mean, well, this is during... So the one story is living at, you know... Uh, I mean, he never really had a name, but it was kind of porn palace. Yeah, fucking uh, my old studio. Home. <laughs> <laughs> came home one day, and I just, that was the thing. Like, you'd just be there, and he'd be, like, done shooting. And then one time I came home, and it was just like, oh, all right, this is happening. Oh, somebody's pulling out a camera. All right. Fucking fuck it, dude. Let's go. And then it was just like, yeah, I guess you could use the content. In retrospect, I should have fought for some of the sales. Well, guess what? But also, as as you're, you know, well, as the Jew in the situation, not quite your lawyer, but you know, close enough to it. <laughs> if you didn't, if as you the, didn't, as the only thing you could afford, right, right. If you did not sign twenty two fifty seven paperwork, you could have that pulled down in an instant. Boom. Brrr, boom. I love that Alex is just like, did I? Yo, dead yeah, silent. Nah, bro. It was more so in the sense of like, huh? It was more. I I don't know, man. Living in a house is fucking crazy. Do you think it's, it's fucking wild to just like walk out of your bedroom and somebody's like, "Hey, can I suck your dick?" Yes. <laughs> All right. Fucking cool. Let's go. And then it's like, oh yeah, we're taping this now. All right. Cool. All right. I don't give <laughs> Hey, look at that. Yes. He has a beer. Bad influence. I love it. Let's see, let's see yeah. the label real quick. Let's make sure it's on in your beer. Let's see it. It's a Heineken <laughs> light. It's almost, a, it's almost a near beer. Almost a near beer. Heineken gonna, zero. See, this means you have to sleep on your Craigslist couch now. Are we going to get you in trouble? You're going to have to sleep on the Craigslist oh, couch. Probably on this couch. <laughs> oh, no, no. Right. We'll get him in trouble in two weeks. We're not getting him in trouble now. Ah, good point. Alex, you know all about yeah, that. that. The night of, you're fine. It's when it actually comes out to the world, <laughs> yeah, when yeah. you get in trouble. That's for sure. Bruh, okay, I'm gonna, I am gonna. don't think I've told him this either. I made still, one fucking... I made one joke. Room. I made... I'm still I stuck on the walk of flame thing. We never we never oh, got to the end of that. Out. Oh, no, no, no. This is just me talking about the AVNs. I was just saying that I'm on, like, two OnlyFans. I don't want to give out their names because we're still all cool or whatever. Or I'm not up there anymore. He checked for me. But I was just talking about how the first time I went to the AVNs, I went, who did I even fuck? Oh, I went with someone I'm not particularly close with any longer. That's a whole nother story. But, uh, oh, look at that player face. Oh, 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 Um, what's the same person I'm not particularly close with anymore? Chicago friend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same dude. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) um, I, well, because. That's the whole thing about when all the Weinstein stuff happened. I was reevaluating all my male friendships, and I was like, oh, yeah, that dude. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Wow. I, <laughs> but, I'm, I'm happy, like, when you reevaluate all your male friendships, you're like, oh, Slayer's still cool. Slayer made the cut, dude. Yeah. Because you're up front. It's not, sketchy. it's not sketchy with you, dude. You know what I mean? Like, it's the lying that's the corny part. If you're up front as a dude about, like, yeah, I'm fucking slut. Like, fucking, this is what it is. Oh. Cool. If you're out here coercing and trying to make shit happen on some liar shit, you're a fucking cornball. Yeah, but uh, 
Nah, so we went to the AVN for the first time, and it was cool. I got to, if this is the first, like, when I first moved to LA, like, the first girl I was kind of hooking up with a little bit was, it's just relatively famous, but whatever. And then hey, I went to the AVNs, and I saw these people. And I'm then trying, at some wait, point, who we were you hooking up this, that, was, that was relatively famous? I don't feel like I know this. Uh, <laughs> the We'll call her one of the premier BBW stars of the industry. Uh... April. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. I didn't know that. That was literally like day okay. one of me living in Los Angeles. Well, I can talk you. as free as I want at the moment. Yeah, no, I mean, it, I, <laughs> we're still really good friends. I love her to death. She's cool as hell. But um, no, we went to the AVNs, and the thing I remember the most is at some point we meet up with Slayer, and Slayer is playing like fucking Wrangler for the entire. <laughs> was it just Burning Angel, or was it every like? There's yeah, a lot like of burning, burning angel stuff. <laughs> he was playing regular. He's like, everybody get in line. Everybody walk like this. And I was like, Jesus, Slayer, you're like the dad of burning angel. Yeah, like, I, I was being like, paid to do that. That was my job. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, yeah. Because I'm just like, fuck it. I'm getting in this line, dog. I don't know where we're going, but Slayer's my boy. Let's do this. And so we end up at some <laughs> random stupid ass Vegas club. And fucking, I look over, and we're in our VIP section, and I look over, and I'm like, is that fucking Waka Flocka over there? And it's like, all right, cool. Like, I guess I, this, it's also, like, my first real Vegas experience at the same time, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, the, like, fucking... Right. The avian, the avian and Vegas experiences ruins, like, normal Vegas experiences for you, because you end up yeah. in these... I love to refer to them as porno zoos. You end up in VIPs, yeah. roped off from the public with all these porn performers and just thirsty dudes, like basically hanging at the ropes like we're a fucking cage. Like, oh my God, look at them. Dude. Are they going to fuck in front of us? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I remember, so I've like roadied for Annie, right? A few times. And that shit, it like, what, like protecting her from her fan base <laughs> is disturbing. We were in Vegas at the Hustler Club, right? Like, she had just finished dancing. Cool. This dude walks up. And I feel like I'm, I was also probably, I think I was on shrooms, so this might not be entirely true. But he was, he had this carving of a horse. And he was like, <laughs> I read somewhere that Annie likes horses. I want to give this to her. And I was like, nah, dude, like, you got to keep that. Rodeoing for her has been the weirdest experience of my life sometimes. I have definitely said this on every four. You fucked up by not just taking it and disposing of it. You never disappoint the fans. (laughs) Your job is to take the fucking (laughs) gifts from them and then determine if they're actually a threat or not and then fucking dispose of them. You don't want to disappoint the fans because they spend money. Correct. I see your point. I see your absolute point. We definitely had this conversation in front of Annie on a previous appearance, we definitely had yeah, that yeah. exact yeah. conversation. I saw the crazy in his eyes, and I just was like, nope, if I'm here to be the tall black dude to protect, I'm going to be that role. This is also after having to go on stage and clean up money, which was like the most jarring experience in my life, where it's just like, all right, Andy's done dancing. Oh, you're the roadie. You got to go pick up all the cash off the stage. <laughs> it was just like, all right, this is fucking weird been my job <laughs> like, I gotta... many 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 fucking times <laughs> so all these fucking creeped out ass dudes staring at me pick up all this money and i'm just like Ugh. speaking of Man, this industry yeah speaking of philly speaking of cheerleaders like definitely Uh-oh. definitely had to do that while i was in philly and then and then some fucking vip at the club was like 
I want to buy fucking. I was up there with Andy Sandimas, and I want to buy Andy. Love her. I want to buy Andy's shots, and you can't let the feature get fucked up. She's like, Matt, go take shots. Like, I'm just pounding shots at this dude because he's just like, he figures if he gets me drunk, that he could, you know, actually interact (laughs) with her. Oh, that that whole you're just forced to sit here and just destroy your liver to protect her. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) it's amazing content. (laughs) I mean, this has been this was my life for a number of years. This was, you know, I have I have not explored this enough musically. Now that I think about it, what the porno roadie? Yeah, yeah, I haven't explored this enough musically. I gotta really figure out how I'm gonna tap into all this knowledge because I, it's like I don't really think about it that often anymore. And then as I talk to you, all these memories flash back. Alex, to me. Alex, you gotta call the the track Scooping Dollars. Make a, Scooping Dollars. Scooping Alex. Scooping Dollars. They gotta make a Slut Peddlers album. Like it's there. Yeah, scooping dollars on the Slut Peddler album. We're making we're making history right here. You see this? I actually think this is a brilliant idea. I think this is a legitimately brilliant idea. Right, it's there. It's there. And who else in rap has? Who else in rap has this fucking experience? Who else in rap can actually say this shit? Everyone's like, you know, in rap is like, I got hoes, I got you know all this shit. But who else has this experience in rap? Who else has this hustle? <laughs> you don't understand. I was roadie in in New Orleans. <laughs> mm, <laughs> bars, bars. Right. You have that a was so weird. With you have a oh, hustle yeah. that nobody else in rap has. That is true. Mm. I kind of. I mean, it, it was a blast. You know. I mean, I'm living this this good laid back life nowadays. But it was it was a fun time. Yeah, like, but I mean, no, I want to explore this a little more because, like, you're not big pimping, (laughs) but you have girls still paying for you and paying you to be there. Yeah, it was, uh, it was interesting. And then, like, when because when you're there, like, the regular strippers are just very friendly and nice. And it was so, like, you had a very different experience than I've had it. I've had some really fucking angry house girls. Um, actually, this is also in Philly. With, was, on the same yeah, trip, on the same trip with San Dimas, yeah. she was dancing to some Megadeth song. I think it was Symphony of Destruction, and some house Banger. girl got shitty about it because it was one of her normal tracks. Oh, it's her song. It's oh, her song. That's fucking whack, dude. The girls talking shit backstage about like, I can't believe she's dancing to my fucking song. Andy literally runs out of the dressing room, like, bitch! I can hear you. <laughs> like nope 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 i gotta protect you from yourself here go back in the dressing room like <laughs> yeah like oof 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 that's the kind of yeah, nah, man that whole industry they're all fucking like it's so competitive and it's just like i feel for them it's just i mean they're fighting for the same dollars awful. in that situation i get it right like yeah no and it's like you stole my song like i got a move that i do to this song dude like this is my song <laughs> this is my move Thankfully, like, the girl realized that she had fucked up when she's like, oh, shit, her roadie's in a Megadeth t-shirt. Okay, I guess that she's legit. Like, I just right. happen to be wearing a fucking, like, Rust in Peace shirt. Just randomly. Let's recap. We have the new <laughs> Jason Griff is going to be making the record sampling Eagle Man. Oh, yeah. do it illegal. <laughs> Eagle Man. I got something for you. 
<laughs> we're going to be creating the Smud Peddlers album. We're going to change the name, though, because it's somebody, some, I think Cage and Mr. Eon did Smud Peddlers Project with uh, Raucous, but we're going to make a better one. Hold on. <laughs> that's going to focus on Alex's time as a porn roadie. Fun times. Oh, yeah. Fun times indeed. I'm down with this. I'm, I'm already, I'm executive producing it. And fun times indeed. It's just an unexplored area, you know, man. It's unexplored. This is over Battle of Sex Tape. The money's there. You know, that's that's only that's only fan theme song right there. Like it's already there. Oh shit! Yeah, got to do this. Hell, you could just have a track called "Only Fans." Like just see, it, 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 I'm, it's got to exist already. There's no way somebody did a song like that. You got to write a song called "Only Fans," and you got to do the verse like uh, DMX did, where you just say all uh, the names of all the only fans <laughs> that you run into. <laughs> Uh, About three fans. Blue Face <laughs> <laughs> has a song called "Only Fans." There we go. I just found that out right oh, now. You're gonna make. You're gonna make a look. <laughs> Nobody listens to Blue Face. <laughs> hey man, bro, you don't be out here like I do, cause these little LA kids love Blue Face, dog. They love them. That that motherfucker raps before the beat is created. He's just like, yo, I'm done. I've already got the verse done. Well. Yeah, well, so the shotgun made a whole career out of it. We needed a 2021 anyway. Alex, <laughs> what, we're, what we're not going to yeah. do is we're not going to, we're not going to, there's no, there's no shots to soak the shotgun. Not on this podcast. No. Not on the next. No, no, I'm a fan. I approve. I'm a fan. My older brother used to call himself Master, called himself Master K, bro. Like, I, I had ghetto D. Alex, you got to have a track about having, just walking out of your room and getting your dick sucked. Come on. Come on. I see? mean, I'm, that's definitely shown up in, in bars before. Like, that one's definitely shown up. All right, all right. Hey, look. The album is there. We're, we got to do this. We got to make this. We're going we're gonna to convince Jason Griff to get on board. You guys got to be the new two live crew. Just fucking that dirty. We should do, we should do a Yo, booty bass record. I would, I would do hard. a fucking booty bass record in a fucking second. Dude, Spank Rock is like one that of my favorite artists ever. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's I'm actually super down that's, for that. Sounds fun as hell, actually. Oh, I'm glad to help with the inspiration. Man. The yeah, nah, dude, you're getting, you're getting a, you're getting, you're getting this thing going. So, so all right, let's, uh, what's your Zodiac so sign? Oh, God. I'm not that. This stroke metalhead <laughs> who really knows very little about hip hop no, past 1995. Like that, the I think about that idea, that idea is, a cra- is amazing. Hell yeah. Super done. Look at that. Look at that. Thank you, Slayer. You're welcome. Just to throw me a credit Slayer on the fucking album. Put together a whole fucking project for us. Now we have to do it. Throw me a throw me a credit on the album. That's all I ask. We got you. We got you. God, uh, we gotta let you drop. But you gotta do. We gotta bring you in and record a skit. Like that's you, it's, I'll it's do a skit. Like you don't want me to actually like rap or sing because I got no voice for that. You know, so. you know how to rap. Did you did you win an AVN for your acting, Slayer? Did you win an AVN? I did not win. I was nominated. I did not win. I did win. Go on stage. We won best comedy. I did not win for best non-sex performance. Ah, okay. I know you're nominated. I was nominated. Yep, 2018, Yeah, was nominated for best non-sex performance at both AVN and XBiz. Didn't win either fucking one. It's okay, man. It's all right. There's always next year, Doug. Dude, I mean, no one's booked me for a fucking non-sex performance in <laughs> a hot minute. Hey, we got it. We got we got to start the hashtag AVN so white, <laughs> like Oscar so white, AVN so white. Dude, they just no, announced that AVN is virtual this year. The, the con- convention's been canceled for 2021. 
I, I mean, good call. How does a virtual convention work? Fuck if I know. <laughs> like, do I look like a scientist? I don't know how that fucking shit works. I thought you were many... this out. <laughs> I just saw people fucking being butthurt about it on Twitter. Like, I didn't research it. I just went, oh, well, cool. Then I don't even have to make an excuse. Like why virtual I'm not cosplay. It. Right. I don't even have to make an excuse this year to spend not spend fucking a thousand dollars to go do podcasts at fucking Avian. Through that, because that that's, no, been, that's why I haven't gone no, in the last vibes. two years. It was just oh, I could get content that I could get in L.A. or and spend a bunch of bunch of fucking money out of pocket to be there, or I could go on a rad vacation somewhere else. Right. So I haven't gone to ABN in a couple Random of years, and are. now I don't have to make that fucking choice, and I'm very happy about it. Nice. Well, I mean, it is. What's the hotel everybody stays in? Was it Rumor or something across the street from Hard Rock? Yep. That pool must be disgusting. I've had sex in a cabana <laughs> outside that pool. <laughs> that pool is disgusting. I don't even know the girl's name who I had sex with in that cabana. Hey, man. That's how it works over there. Oh, the so AVN 2014 was like probably the biggest highlight in my you know, my sexcapades that I'm going to have unless something magical happens for me. I ditched the award 2022, show. 2022, I'm calling it. I'm, I'm hoping, calling it. I'm hoping. I ditched the award <laughs> show. Uh, one of my guys, I don't even know where he met these people, but like there was this, there's oh, at that point, Rumor was infamous for like the swingers would be at Rumor. Like right. the, the, mm-hmm. the swingers convention would be at Rumor during AVN. We ditched the award show. We end up going over to Rumor. The swingers are partying. We're just there to steal their booze. Because anyone who's been to a swingers party in real life knows if you're not bringing a girl, you're not getting shit. Right. Like Ooh. single dudes rolling to a swingers <laughs> party, you're just going to have your dick in your hand. <laughs> so, like, I'm not even trying. I'm just there to steal their open bar. <laughs> and these three girls that my boy met, one of them were just chilling on launcher. She plops down on top of me. And I'm like, oh, hey, how's it going? She's a little older, like tight body, not the best face, but yeah. You know. Hey, man. Hey, man. Whiskey fixed that. Everyone's what? beautiful. Everyone's beautiful. Everyone's beautiful. A light switch away. <laughs> I like how you roll. These are lies. I don't care how dark it gets. If I can see you, it's just enough. Right, right. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we're getting we're getting pretty drunk, and she's basically dry humping me on this fucking chair next to the pool. And her friend goes, "She hasn't gotten laid on this trip." I'm like, "I can help with that." That's mm-hmm. literally my response. That's, that fucking place, man. And we start going at it. I pick her up, walk her into a cabana, like close the fucking curtains on the cabana, start banging it out in the cabana, which is the most uncomfortable sex I think I've ever had. <laughs> like, there's just no good positions in a cabana. I mean, it's not really, it's for lounging. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know, but heat of the moment. So we stop. heat of the moment. We right. stop for a moment. Like, we go up to her room. And she is staying with another fucking couple. So there's another couple naked in bed when we can roll into her room. And she just immediately gets naked again and jumps what? into bed with them. I sit down on the couch in the room like, what have I gotten myself into? 
Like, <laughs> what kind of shit have I gotten myself into? And she's like, Matt, Matt, come in bed. I'm like, oh, fuck it. All right, I jump into bed. Like, <laughs> just got my boxes on. She ends up starting to blow me in front of these dudes, like the couple, like that's in this bed with us. I'm like, I don't want to swing with these two. Right. Like, they're, they're what you would think of a swinger couple. Like, not my, n- yeah, n- yeah, no, no. Right. That's the thing where people think all the time that it's like some glamorous thing and it's like, nah, no, that's no. pretty gross. No, it, it's gross people that are, I mean, not always, but it is gross people that are bored with their sex lives. She starts blowing me in front Ooh. of them. I'm like, oh, oh, oh shit. And she's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm like, all right, I follow her into the bathroom. We bang it out in the bathroom. Like, almost 90 seconds after I pop, I'm out the door. Good call. Like, Good fucking call. I pop. I'm like, I gotta go. Deuces. <laughs> I end up... 2014. <laughs> right, oh, I end up meeting back up with my guy. We eat some pizza. I hit up this other performer who was also ditching the award show. We go meet up with her. Her and I get really drunk. This is the night I got engaged. <laughs> her and I get hyper drunk and she goes this is my first trip to Vegas I should have a quickie wedding fuck it I'm in <laughs> her and I proceed to shed all our fucking friends like as we're just making out on the fucking Planet Hollywood casino floor and I'm like my wife She's like, my husband my wife we're just sloppy drunk making out it gets a little hazy. All I really remember after that was unprotected sex and waking up to her with a, in a Pokemon onesie with no crotch. <laughs> was it Pikachu? Yeah, I think it was Squirtle. Squirtle, Squirtle. Very appropriate. Very on brand. It was very on brand. Uh, very on brand. And then we went and got the marriage license later that day. And thankfully, because the Kiss Chapel was not readily available, we did not get married. And then she left me at the altar via text. <laughs> That's beautiful. Avian twenty fourteen. Avian twenty fourteen was a fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, so also we're here to promote projects. Talk to Scorsese, me. please. East East Hampton. Let's well, go. Let's go. Be- before you're with your lady, oh, Eddie, just... hold on. We, we're in the middle right. of sex stories before we go to projects. What can you get away with before you get yourself in trouble? I'm just curious. What stories could you tell us? <laughs> This is very important. Finish these. No, no, no. He's saying yours. We want. He wants yours. Hold on, you broke up a I'm little bit. Go. Oh, he's like, oh, oh, he's like, like you broke, want, you broke, broke up yours? a little bit. Like, whoa, 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 we're having technical difficulties. I cannot hear you. I can't. <laughs> what was that of the new project? New project. What's going on here? <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get some stories out of you. I'm not trying to get you in trouble with your lady any more than I have with the beer. <laughs> but I, I know you. You know. You didn't come into the marriage of virgin, so any wild stories you could share with the audience? Uh, he's got to make sure he's okay, clear. Right? I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the heat of the Repeat the question one more time. Please. Oh, no, just any wild stories you could share with us in those wild Philly nights before nah, marriage. That, um, I'm, I'm, I'm not asking you to talk about your wife. Like that's disrespectful. No, so there was a. It was funny. One of my uh, one of my friends actually asked on Twitter a couple of days ago. He was like, "Yo, um, anybody ever bought one of those uh, Girls Gone Wild videos?" 
you know, back when they would they were really popular. And I was like, no, I never bought one, but I was in one. Um, you know, they were at uh, oh, sure. Club La Vila down in Panama City. And they were filming. I went down there. Actually, I went down. I didn't go for that in particular. I went for uh, spring break. Um, a couple of my friends, you know, it was our my junior year, junior or senior year, one or the other. No, it had to be my junior year because Alfonso was there. He had already graduated. Um, yeah, we you know, we went down, we're having a good time, uh, you know, kind of moving around. And we were just like, yo, we got to go to Club La Vila. Everybody was talking about it that night. And they were, one of the things they were mentioning, like, yo, uh, Girls in a Wild is going to be in there filming. Cool. We get inside and, you know, we're, again, I've been drinking like all day. You know, I think we got up around like nine, 10 o'clock and we just kind of got started and we were just gone. Uh, we get into the club, we're having, everybody's having a good time. And this is, you know, maybe like a year or so after like Julie had dropped, like back that ass up. Uh, young lady, um, oh my God, I don't think her ass was amazing. <laughs> The flashback, the flashback. Kind of like back through time, thinking about this, and I, I, I distinctly <laughs> remember, uh, you know, she she was dancing. You know, she comes up, um, and you know, I'm dancing with her, we're having a good time, and she goes to dance with my friend, and he looked at her, and he just shook his head. He's like, "No, he's like, your ass is." way too big i can't dance with that and we clowned him for hours what? hours i mean who who says that right who says that right who says that, says who says that? that? No, no dancing's fine you can have a giant ass for dancing i may back off if your ass is so big that i can't penetrate you from behind you like, gotta you gotta have heart you gotta have the, even if you even if you back down you gotta have heart like so Nothing's more disappointing. Later on that night. Oh, good. Sorry, sorry. Oh, oh, there's more to more this story. Oh, uh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. So uh, later on later on that night, we had, um, you know, the club's kind of wind down. It's about three in the morning. You know, the girl started to put everybody out. And she comes up. And uh, I remember she had this she was camouflage. It was camouflage top, camouflage bottom. And she was like, yo, uh, I, was, I was laughing at your friend. What are you doing later? I was like, what do you mean? What am I doing later? Like, it's three in the fucking morning. She's like, well, maybe you want to take a walk. You want to go somewhere? And I was like, yeah, I want to go somewhere. What do you, what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? I'm a, I'm a fucking 19-year-old kid. And I've been, like, drinking and, and smoking, like, bad weed all day long. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm high and I'm horny and I'm drunk. So we go for a walk on the beach and we're just kind of talking nothingness, you know, we're like I said, we're both just drunk off our ass. And finally, like she turns and she goes, Hey, that's a really nice wave right there. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, why, why are we talking? She's like, oh, she, and, and she stops and she's like, all right, you know what? I'm done with this. Pull your pants down. <laughs> Again, young collegiate, you know, shells is like, that that's she's like yeah like you know why you're here i know why you're here and i was like all right so we're both here long story short you know we're having a good time out on the beach uh condom no condom oh no 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 no. we always strapped up we always strapped up at that point it's a big big one random (laughs) random woman in the middle of a bar (laughs) (laughs) i mean I, you know, I had to assume that I wasn't the only one there. I, I, I had to assume. Fair. I, I mean, you always have to assume that you're not the only one there. No one Correct. wants to fuck a virgin. No one. 
listen, listen, listen. Good time, good time. I, you know, we were, uh, <laughs> and it's funny, like that same year, it was my first year I moved off campus. And I was staying for those of you guys that I was, I went to school in Atlanta. Um, and hey. uh, I lived off of, it was Stewart Avenue when I was there, but it's Metropolitan Parkway. Metropolitan Parkway, uh, for my Atlanta folk, they know uh, Strip Club Central. So it's like Blue Flame, um, the Blue Oyster, which is the after hours. You know, I used club. to bart, you know, I used to bartend over there, right? Like, oh, no, I didn't. Men. <laughs> yeah, I bartended, on, I bartended on Peter Street. I love yes, that, I love that, like, all of you work together and you're learning so much about each other tonight. I love well, this shit. It's like a dude. It's it's like a dude thing where it's just like we we obviously all love and respect each other, but details sometimes get lost in the game. Apparently, lost we lost Griff somewhere. Griff, like sure clubs out. <laughs> so, no, yeah, he's been working on Peter Street. Fucking shit! That's amazing. No, <laughs> listen, I, I was staying. I I got like I rented a room at a flop house uh, out there. Um, really nice lady. She lives in a house across the street. And I'll never fucking oh my god. Oh. Uh one of the young ladies who was staying at her house, she came over to our house because she was just got bored over there on what's going on. And like I said, it's a communal house. So I was in one room, then there was a uh there's an older guy. He stayed in like the master bedroom, and then like upstairs were two guys from Clark. They were like football players. And so, you know, we all kind of had like our own little ecosystem or whatever in the house. She came over. She's just like, I'm really bored. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I was like, well, let's come over here and hang out with us. You know, she's like, I don't hang out with them. But, you know, you seem pretty cool. And you actually have a TV. None of these guys have a TV. Let me come sit in your room. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And she came over and she, you know, she's in the room. We're just kind of watching TV, shooting the shit. And she's like, you know what I do, right? Like, No. She's like, well, I work up the street. And I was like, oh, well, that's cool. <laughs> There's lots of places up the street. Like, you work at the flea market. She's like, come on, come on, come on. We don't have to do this. Come on, look at me. Come on, where <laughs> where do you think I work? Listen. Li- oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. I, <sighs> have an old, these, are, these, are, these are flashbacks that old men have when they remember things that <laughs> they've kind of gone through. <laughs> Man, oh god, we had a good time that night. Um, very good time. And it was funny. I walked out, uh, she was like, Yo, I gotta catch the bus. Would you mind walking me up the street? And I was like, All right, cool. Wow, wow. Go, you're, cool. you're showing how old you are with like you weren't calling her an Uber. Like that yeah, that's this, how old the story is. <laughs> this is how old the story is. Look, look, I'm 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 dating myself a little bit, but this is the this is where the, the story gets hilarious. We're we go up the street, we're just kind of like standing around waiting for the bus or whatever. And like car pulls up, and this is the other part that uh, that people don't, people may not remember about Stewart Ave. You know, car pulls up, and guy kind of rolls his window down. He's like, "Yo, how much?" And I was like, "Motherfucker, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, uh, how much?" And I was like, "Keep riding. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." And another car pulls up, maybe like thirty seconds later. Yo, how much? He does like this, and I'm like. Fucking, I'm just, I'm like, I'm not gonna lie to you again. I'm a college guy. I have no idea. I'm just kind of confused. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then finally it dawns on me. I'm standing out here with this girl. She's in like big stilettos. She's getting ready to go. Like I said, she worked the flame. And I'm like, oh shit, these motherfuckers think I'm a pimp. 
And I'm standing out here on the stroll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I know the block very well. I know the block Stewart, very well. Stewart, Stewart Ave Metropolitan Parkway was it was and is still a notorious host stroll. And I listen. It didn't dawn on me le- legitimately until like the third car. And so she's getting ready to get on the bus, and I, I chuckle. I'm laughing. She's like, "What's so funny?" And I tell her what was going on. She was like, how much were they asking for? I was like, bitch, what? <laughs> She's like, I'm just saying, you might have fucked the she you might have fucked the money up. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, so, you may have fucked your own money up if she was willing to go. I may have fucked my and that's the part that pisses me off the most. I might have fucked my own money up. I could have been doing a completely different I, look. Big job opportunity just slipped completely through my hands. All right, right. Man, you missed out a big job opportunity. Oh, but on the plus side, thankfully you weren't picked up for pandering, just walking a girl through the bus, because that would have been fucked up yeah. too. Look, I again that one night, complete divergence in my entire life. Making one one decision here, one decision there. It's crazy when you look at that, like over the course of a lifetime, like how yeah. many different branches life would have gone yeah. on if you had just made one other fucking choice. Uh, yeah, dude. Yep. What is it? Butterfly effect, dude. Yeah, okay. yeah, right. yeah. Well, I love the fact that like that that phrase is much more remembered than the actual fucking movie it comes from. I kind of vaguely remember it. <laughs> right, like I only, does I remember who was I, actually in that movie. I mean, I actually do, but the majority I think of people it was Ashton, was Ashton Kutcher in that movie. Ashton Kutcher, nope. Amy Smart. Yep. Okay. Yep. See, no, I think about it all the time because. Whenever, sometimes when I do like really good ecstasy, my eyes do that shaky thing that they do in the movie. <laughs> so that's what I remember. When it's like, Meh. so that's what I'm like, oh, I'm butterfly effect out right now. But honestly, oh, that fucking movie. Uh, that's got to be so disappointing as an actor to be like, so the, the theme of my movie is much more famous than my movie. It's like, it's just fuck. I mean, it's fucking Kutcher, though. So get him out of here. It's cool. Exactly. Get him out of here. Uh, what? We're just hating on the dude. There. We're hating on that dude because he was a model and then decided to become a semi-successful actor and then, like, became a very successful fucking investor. Is that why we're hating on him? Yeah, I mean, he, no, he's Kutcher, bro. That's all it is. I just, I don't like his face. He's got a very punchable face. Yeah, he's a model <laughs> from Iowa. That's kind of how that rolls. Yeah, he's got a, yeah, he's got a very punchable face. As a non-violent dude, he's got a super punchable face. Isn't that always the worst when you meet like some dude who's just like, I, I just, I don't know why. Like, it's just. Wait, wait, my, I just, I got why. Like, it's encoded in my genetics. I want to punch you. Like, did our ancestors it's, beef back in the day? Like, they, right? Just all visual. It's purely visual. Like, like just something like, in your bone structure. You. Something in your bone structure says like, I want to punch you. And it's the worst <laughs> when it's a punchable. It's a punchable face, dude. And it's like. Uh, like you are like, bro, you're so cool. I love hanging out with you. And I'm like, you fucking suck. Like I have to like, cause we all have really good energy. So people like gravitate towards us. Like everybody on this podcast, we all have, and it's just like, I'm always very like cautious about it in the sense of, yeah, I'm always going to be nice. But in my head, I'm like, I fucking hate you as a human being. You're kind of the worst. And that's something I've had to realize as an adult where it's just like, no, this dude sucks. Just because he likes you doesn't mean that he's a good person. For sure. Correct. For sure. I mean, my least favorite is someone who has a super punchable face where I know, like, if I 
follow through with that instinct, nothing good will come of it. Right. Like mm-hmm. I had, just like, there's nothing to gain. I, I had to, to excuse myself from an AVN party because someone who had a very punchable face really pissed me off, and I had had enough to drink. Where I'm like, I'm not going to jail over punching you. I will win the fight, but I'll lose the war. Right. That's the whole thing. That's the that's the game you have to play all the time. Where it's just like, yep. that's what. No, it's always about. No matter how I feel, I want to make sure that I don't get arrested for this. Right. <laughs> like I, nope, I'm going home. Yeah, the the initial punch may feel amazing. The bracelets will feel horrible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> the metal or the zip tie, either one, they suck. Right. They will suck. And then the person in my situation where the one that really comes to mind, like his lawyers would have sued me into oblivion. Oh, absolutely. It's brutal. Yeah, like If I had been an anonymous dude who could have gotten away with it, I probably would have done it. But I was an anonymous yeah. dude in that situation. We were in the same yeah, VIP. No, I met... <laughs> nah, dude, I fucking, like, bartending in L.A., like, fucking, I think I told you a story last time. Fucking Yasiel Puig came in, and I've never wanted to punch a human more than I wanted to punch Yasiel Puig in his fucking face. I don't even fucking... know who that is. <laughs> He's a, he used to be on the Dodgers. He's, like, a Cuban baseball player, but he was a fucking asshole. And the whole time I'm just like, I just want to punch this dude. And to be realistic, like he's mad athletic, so he wouldn't beat the shit out of me. But I at least would. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm mad. Yasiel Puig was your line. That was that was where you were like, enough's enough. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I can't. Like, nah, he was. Oh, he was the fucking worst, dude. Fuck that guy. But uh, no, like, not nah, at the end of the day, punchable face. But I'm still going back. I'm going home, so I'm not gonna punch you. Right. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna go home and not get my ass kicked in the process. Like you made a doubly good choice, right? Where it's just like plus all like all these dudes now. Like you don't know who's fucking taking fucking fucking MMA classes. Like they look shitty and they might have all these fucking moves. You don't know what these dudes are capable of now. In all reality, (laughs) I'm not so worried about that. I'm more worried about the 5.5 pounds of trigger pull that it takes to pull a trigger. Right. Like I'm more worried about like the dude of me like. I punch that dude in the face, and then he comes back and shoots me. Right, you're literally wearing a Glock shirt, I believe. Correct, sir. I, I am actually, <laughs> I am actually rocking a Glock, a Glock shirt at the moment. I was like, oh, all right, you good. Now I've been thinking. I'm about, not saying I, I don't have, have my own about... guns. I just don't bring them to the bar. <laughs> yeah, very smart. Good point. Like good, the, good move. My guns don't do me any good at home when I'm going to get into a bar fight. True that. Everyone's like, okay, this is where this podcast is gone. No, 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 <laughs> dude, no. Fucking, I've only ever been in, like, two bar fights, and it's just be- because some white dude's making fun of the fact that I have on skinny jeans and his girlfriend thinks I'm cute. Like, that's literally all the bar fights I've ever been in in my life. It's just some white dude in some fucking topsider boat shoes and shit. It's like, get out of my face, dude. Like, skinny jeans. That is the most depressing thing ever, like, <laughs> Your girl's going to go home and fuck you after that? Like, the, yeah, You're like, so insecure why, that like, she's having a conversation with someone else that has a penis. Like, yeah, I mean, just like, I just, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was like, the last... I've seen that. So like, I went to a, uh, went to a wrestling show in Orlando. Um, me and one of my homies were watching the show. Uh, 
I don't know if you guys know like ECW, like Sandman. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah, I'm, a, yeah, yeah. I'm an old school ECW mark, like old. So school. you know this, yeah. All right. I mean, so like, I mean a, when you said you were a Philly wrestling fan, I was like, oh, we're probably gonna get into ECW at some point. Absolutely. So <laughs> we're, you know, I was at one of the. Uh, it was like an indie show, um, and they were doing like a little battle royal, some old bullshit, and you know the lights go out, and of course, Inner Sandman comes on. Crowd goes fucking insane. You know, Sandman comes out. He's got the he's got the the kendo stick. He's just pounding beers. He's grabbing beers at everybody's hands. Everybody's having a good fucking time, right? Hell yeah, fucking Sandman. It's Metallica. It's just fucking rave basically breaks out in the middle of this fucking wrestling show. And this guy behind me, um, like taps me. Like I'm standing on my seat, like everybody else. Like right. I, you know, uh, me and my homie we call ourselves the front row boys because whenever we go to these shows, we're not sitting in the back. You know, we're sitting front row. And he taps me, you know, and I turn, I look, I'm like, the fuck just hit me? This guy, he's sitting in his seat. Now, mind you, again, there's 1,500 people in here. Everybody's going buck fucking wild. Again, it's Sandman. We're all trying to give him our beer. He's pounding them and slamming them off his head. Good fucking time. And he's just sitting there, sitting with his girl. And he's like, yo, you got to sit down, bro. And I was like, no, I don't. And I turn. I'm done with it, you know, watching this was about to happen. This time he pushes me, pushes me in my leg. I almost fall. I turn and I'm like, the fuck is your problem? Yo, I said, you got to sit down, man. Me and my girl are trying to watch the show. And I'm like, so then you two fuckers can stand like everybody else. Right. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, like I was, he was like, well, no, you're, you're in front of us. You got to sit down. I said, I paid to sit in front of your broke ass. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> Motherfucker, are you in a wheelchair? No? Then get the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, like, I, I would have like, felt like shit if dude was in a wheelchair. Be like, oh, my bad, dude. Like, No, no. I, I mean, I, I've, I've made... I, I, I am an equal opportunity hater. I've said this before. So your well, wheelchair doesn't bother hey, me. Hey, hey. Well, but that's also yeah. a really bad strategy to start shit at that point when you're standing up and he's sitting in a chair. Like, his jaw is just your foot level. And you could just kick him in the head. I told him. I said... Touch me fucking again. I'm gonna fuck you up. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real honest with you. You know, turn around watching the show. This time he pushes my chair. When I tell you, like I just jumped down off of that chair. I didn't even punch him. I just choked him. Like two hands around the neck, like just bare hand. And like I said, you you can't really see from here, bro. I'm fucking six two. At the time, I was around like two forty. And I just, I just turned and I just grabbed him around his neck and I just squeezed. And I was like, I'm going to choke you the fuck out in the middle of this. So he's like <laughs> clawing at my hands. He can't get me to fucking let go. Finally, his, his girl screams, you gotta let him go. He can't breathe. And I'm like, fuck his breath. <laughs> middle of the show. No, mind you, the whole time this is going on, remember... Fucking Sandman is still walking around <laughs> grabbing beers. He's not even in the ring yet. Like, they're still playing inner Sandman. <laughs> I'm choking this guy out. He finally makes it to the ring. And the first thing he says on the mic, because I have something to let this guy go. He grabs the mic. First thing he says, the fucking shoot fight break out in the middle of Sandman <laughs> shit? <laughs> and everybody turns and looks. <laughs> and finally, like, I let the guy go. And like he's like clawing at his neck because he's like, oh, fuck the fuck. His girl's just screaming. Yep, froze. Oh, yeah. Scorsese is frozen. 
Me and Alex are still in motion, but... Hey, hey, hey. Oh, well, it happened. Problem technology. Yeah, dude. Fucking, I'm so off my wrestling shit, and I've been off it for so long, dude. Well, and I want Scorsese to come back, because I want to ask him if he saw the the life and crimes of New Jack. Oh, word. See, I know, I think I remember New Jack. Oh, dude. I think I did. If you watched JCW in the day, you definitely knew New Jack. I was, my thing with wrestling was that like the racial stereotypes were just so pronounced, like it was so pronounced. Oh, we lost Scorsese oh, too. Fuck. <laughs> we lost <laughs> half your label. We have lost literally sixty six percent of your two label, thirds. Alex. <laughs> two thirds. It's all right. It happens. It's cool. Not right. even, I don't like, think Griff's I'm coming so, back. Oh, oh, we got Scorsese back. back. My bad. My bad. My bad. Yeah. So that happens. In, okay. In the middle of it, you were choking the suit out like you let go. His girlfriend's taking so, care of him. Where are we at? Here we go. So, you know, I'm I'm walking out of the uh, the venue, and my homie stays. I'm like, yo, you don't got to miss the show for this shit. Just hang out, watch the shit or whatever. And I went across the street. We're in Orlando. Um, went, there's like a Perkins across the street. Oh, so, I miss like, Perkins. I do, too. That shit was actually good. I walk in, and there's a couple of wrestlers in there. You know, they're, they, they already had their match. It was a guy named Austin Theory, uh, who's now signed with WWE. Uh, Sammy Guevara, who signed with uh, AEW. Um, Brandy's, uh, not Brandy, excuse me, Bailey's uh, boyfriend um, and like two other guys. And I walk in, they, they see me. And again, like I'm fucking big ass guy. They're like, yo, were you at the show today? I was like, yeah, I was, at the, I was in the crowd. They're like, you're not a fucking wrestler? I'm like, no, I'm not doing that shit. They're like, come and eat with us. <laughs> cool. You know, I'm sitting down with these guys. And they're just having this conversation. And finally, uh, Bailey's boyfriend, because he's been like, you know, kind of like, yeah, I'm going back to the WWE hotel. They're like, yeah, we get it, bro. Like, you fuck Bailey. It's not a big deal. Right. And <laughs> finally, he looks at Sammy. He's like, you know, you almost broke me and Bailey up, right? And Sammy's like, what, I, what the fuck did I do? And he goes, you sent me that fucking nugget porn. And I was like, nugget porn? What the fuck is nugget porn? <laughs> right. Like, I'm a connoisseur. I don't know what nugget porn is. Uh, yeah, so, likewise. So we all find out what nugget porn is. Because I was like, what the fuck is nugget porn? So I'm Googling. He I'm Googling. goes. No, no, let him tell the story. You don't Google this shit. Let him yeah, you don't Google in the middle of it. You, you Google afterwards. Uh, and then you, you feel dirty. And you go clean yourself off. And you're like, I can't believe I looked at this shit. Because that's exactly what the fuck <laughs> I did. <laughs> Because I, I was sitting there, the whole table, we're all like, fuck is nugget porn? And he's like, yeah, like I was, you know, we're laying in bed and, you know, you're going to go to sleep. My phone goes off at like three in the morning and she grabs it. She's like, who the fuck is texting you? Three in the morning. She sees your name. She opens it and it's literally, it's a midget fucking a woman with no arms and no legs. Hence the nugget. <laughs> nice. Right, right. Uh, she looks little at person. Hey, PC police, little person. Oh, okay. And am I? No, no, no excuse me. Oh, don't, don't use the word <laughs> little person. Sorry, Alex has had enough Jim Beam in him where he's hyper woke. Exactly. Hey, Alex Wodovico. All right. Wodovico. <laughs> I'm with it. Yo, I'm gonna use that. That's happening. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, I mean, to sidebar. We we did a recent thing where we like did a stream and Alex got hyper woke on that too. When did I get woke on the on the Jackpot stream? Oh, the the 
What the, the non-rape joke that you fucking ran with? <laughs> hey, man. Hey. Triggering. You got hey, look, hyper- man. Trigger what? warning. Trigger Wait, warning. Trigger like, warning. Triggering. Have you been raped? Like, I don't know what's this triggering for you. Like, No, I'm, but I'm worried about other people. I know, but anyway. Yeah, I'm, like, sometimes I get in this all the time. I'm too... I Sometimes I'm too woke. It's like, to be... All right, this, I'm going to say this out loud, and it sounds terrible. I consider myself super woke, and I'm going to be very honest about this. Being this woke is exhausting sometimes. Yeah, like, you made a whole segment out of like <laughs> being Street Fighter Two hyper fighting woke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, hey man, it wasn't that good of a joke, and we went on it for like fucking fifteen minutes of like you just being fucking hyper woke. Like the meter went down on how woke you were. Like you burned your super meter on being woke. It's, uh, it's a, I, I mean, this is the fight that I fight, and I'm okay with it. It's like, no, even my girl, like, because my girl loves to make, like, dirty jokes and, like, be super funny. And, um, and but now she's all, like, super cautious about the fact that I'll be like, hey, uh, not okay. Like, you know, whatever. She, like, the word tranny is funny. I don't allow it in the house, but it is see, funny joke. See, I, I've just gotten to the point with you. I'll just be like, Alex, earmuffs. <laughs> I'm gonna say something hey, horrible. Man. Earmuffs. <laughs> but that's the other thing, though. I think these things. I just know not to say them. Uh, this guy I've, says yeah. them. Says them yeah. all the fucking it's time. Okay. All right. I say horrible shit. That's the hey. It's that's okay. the point. Of, that's the point of this. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So I have an audience. If I didn't say horrible shit, no one would be tuning into this. Right. No. It's. I mean. It's. <laughs> Uh, it's just a lot. I don't. Know. It's weird. I sometimes I wish I could turn it off, but I can't. You I can. can just more but, alcohol will suppress it. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm I am blackout drunk and feel very very woke. I'll I just know. say it. And Believe then I'll me, I know. Oh, I painfully know. <laughs> Anywho, what happened? Did the white guy see you? I'm assuming the guy you choked out Scorsese was white. Did he see? Yeah, of course he was. Absolutely. Yeah. No, come on. <laughs> only only a Brad would pull that shit. So, I mean, yeah. So Brad and Karen were upset about not seeing the wrestling show. Well, here. So I go back. Um, there's this big like uproar on Twitter, like wrestling Twitter. They're like, yo, guy got like uh, choked out in the middle of the show at WrestleCon. Um, we don't know who the guy was. Like, we didn't, they didn't get a chance to catch the guy. Uh, if you know him or whatever, like, here's a couple people trying to, like, get me in trouble for it. Well, and the um, worst part is, it's not I even a competent, got- you didn't even do a competent choke. If the guy had any wherewithal, you wouldn't have an eye right now. <laughs> no, no, the choke was competent because he couldn't well, move his hands. Yeah, but if you're choking someone <laughs> like this, the minute you... The minute someone chokes me like that, if I'm not going to do it like a down this on your elbows to try to break the grip, I'm going to put a thumb in your eye. When you see, you're thinking, you're thinking like a person who's never actually been like choked by like two hands. I have. Oh, I 100% have. (laughs) I I have a very, I have a very heavy security background. Ah, that's a little different. different. You've You've been trained to not panic when a large black man decides enough is enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I very much know like, where I very much know where your soft points are: your groin, yeah. your throat, your eyes. <laughs> See, this was this was a, this was a local this was a local dude, bro, who was trying to show out for his his fiance. Like the fear, like you you knew the fear was there when he turned. He was like, "Oh shit, I fucked up." 
Well, yeah, but also because I know what the fuck I have a semblance of what the fuck I'm doing, I also don't escalate things. That's like, correct. <laughs> and that's, that's the point I'm making. Like people, people who know better don't get themselves into shit unnecessarily unless they've already made their mind up that they're going to fuck you up. Right. And then there's no talk. There's no bullshit. <laughs> there's just violence. And that's and that's that's me to a T. I, if I decide, if I'm at the point where I'm just like, I just got to fuck you up, I'm just going to fuck you up. Well, and that's how it should be. Why would I give anyone warning that I'm going to fuck them up? Correct. There's no talking with me. Like, at that point, I was just like, fuck it. Whatever happens is going to happen. So the next day, I go back to the, uh, again, same venue, different show, ran by the same people. They see me. They're like, yo, we just want to apologize to you. You know, we saw what happened. Uh, we reviewed the tape. Don't worry about anything. We banned that guy from all the shows for the rest of this uh, year. Um, you know, Enjoy yourself. Don't get any shit. Cool. Next year, we're in Dallas. I buy tickets to the exact same show. I'm in line, and I get called out of line. Like, yo, come here, come here, come here. Because they know me. Like, I've been going to this same show for years. All right. They're like, yo, come here, come here, come here. Yo, you're not going to get any shit this year, are you? I'm like, no. I'm good. They're like, let me see your tickets. And so they, I show them my tickets, and they're like, fuck. I was like, what? They're like, yo you're actually sitting by that same guy again. <laughs> like he came back because this guy, I mean, he's, when I tell you like this guy is like, cause he, they told me, they were like, yo, cause he came to us after he bought his ticket. He was like, yo, I don't want to see that guy again. Obviously, and, yeah. obviously he doesn't want to get fucking embarrassed in front of his girl again. But that's the thing. That's what I'm getting to. He goes, you know, my girl left me. After this happened, we didn't get married. <laughs> it would only be better if he had fucked her after that. He completely blamed me for his little, his fiance, like, leaving him. Well, yeah. Because you just, life I mean, life you, you just showed him how, like, you just full on, like, you have the biggest little dick energy ever, dude. Like, you Correct. just, like, you have tiny flashes cock energy. You just yes. illustrated that to a whole arena. Of course, mm-hmm. no woman's gonna want to stay with him. She watched. She watched him talk himself into the ass whooping that he deserved, and then said, uh, I, I, "If this is what's gonna happen, we don't need this to happen." Right? Women want to feel secure. That's not security, right? And that's not secure. <laughs> she just watched you get chumped. Right? And it's fine. You know, she watched like, you get chumped on the chumping you escalated. That you escalated. <laughs> that's the, that to me. That to me is the key. Yeah. All right. No, I told them. They were like, well, you know what? And she, you know, and like I said, the owner looks. She's like, you know what? Uh, Sheldon, you spend so much money with us every single year. You come to all our shows. You show us, fuck this guy. He's not coming into our show. Nice. So I got <laughs> they sent him home. Well, and the thing about it is, like, if I was in that dude's situation, I would have been like, hey, man, do me a solid. My girl can't see like, I would have played that card instead of getting aggressive with you. And you might have been cool about it. You might not have been. But I would have at yeah. least approached it like that instead of, fuck you, sit down. Yep. Yeah, they're and not. Talk that shit, bro. They talk that shit. They came back. What is it? Checks you. Writing a check you can't cash. Right, but like, like yeah. even, See, even if I like, can cash that fucking check, I'm still going to come at you with respect first and be like, hey, man, do me a solid. My girl's trying to watch the show. Can you, you know, make it so she can yeah. see? See? And that, that to me, and, you know, Alex will tell you, man, I'm, I'm like probably the most agreeable person you'll ever find in life. Right. I don't go around, I don't go around 
with my with my goal to like fuck somebody up or whatever. Right. I don't I don't even walk around that type of energy. I'm cool as fuck. I just want to chill, drink a little bit, we have a good time, we talk our shit, whatever. But I feel like but that's this, a, I feel like that's the majority of people in life. Like you'll get yeah, so much fucking farther just asking someone nicely and respect them instead of just coming at them aggressively. And my thing was it, it wouldn't even have been like a big deal like if he like just tapped me, right? Right. Now mind you, like I said, I'm standing on I'm standing on a folding chair. So you start pushing the back of my leg, like I fall, like I'm in flip flops. It's fucking Orlando. I'm, right. I'm hanging out. I'm in flip flops. You fucking push me and I fall and I hurt myself. Then what happens? Because then now I'm really pissed off. And that was that was more of my thing. I'm like, stop pushing the back of my leg. Right. If he would have just been like, he even if he stands up, he's like, yo, bro, do you mind if you sit down? Like my wife's trying to watch my girl, whatever. Again. I'm pretty agreeable. All right, cool. Right. Not a big deal. I can get down. Like pe- plenty of people that sat behind me have been like, yo, can you can you get to the side? Or yo, can my son come over there to your seat so he can get a picture with the wrestler? Or right. blah blah blah. Again, like I said, though, I'm a I'm a dad. I'm a fucking teacher. I don't bother sh- I don't bother people intentionally. Right. But but I'm also I'm also from Southwest Philly. So guess what? I will fuck you up. And that was the part that he had to understand. You know, and trust me, bro, like, I know when I've walked myself into some shit versus, like, I just got to end some shit. And I just had to end that particular shit. Well, yeah, because he was going to escalate to a point where he kicks his chair out from under you and you fucking get hurt. And I get hurt. And right. that was that was where I am. But no, you know what I mean? And you were 100% justified in that situation. He's a piece of shit for not, you know, it's the one thing if you want to escalate it. This is not normally my thing, but it's one thing if you want to escalate if you ask nice and then you're like, fuck you, dude. I paid for these seats. But he never right. started off with asking nice. He started off with, fuck you, sit down. <laughs> so you get what you get. It's, it's real uh, It's real police officer energy. Right. It, right. Like, you got no badge and no backup, so you should not have police officer energy at that right. point. Right. Right. And, see, right. and, that's, and that's my thing, right? Like, because, and then we can, if you really want to, like, slide into like the optics of the shit you're dealing with. again it's it's a white guy deciding this is what i want and this black guy is in the way for me and i don't want that to happen so i'm just gonna kind of i'm just gonna flex my whiteness and you're gonna move because right. i said you're gonna move versus hey i'm not trying to be an asshole it's hard for me to see yeah you know would you mind doing this thing for me yeah do me a solid man like my girl's yeah. trying to see like be a fuck be a fucking human being and just show the same respect that you will want shown to you. If I was behind you and I'm like, oh, he's up on a chair. Wow. He probably really likes Sandman. Like I said, bro, yeah. like, I'm from Philly. I got excited. It's the homie Sandman. You know what I'm saying? I want to watch Sandman do Sandman shit. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, you do. You know what I'm saying? He's drinking beer. I want Sandman to drink my beer because that's fucking cool. Because that so is so I'm- ECW. It fucking hurts. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's and it's such a simple thing. Like, I just this is the thing. Holy shit! Unexpected. I gotta do this. I want. I want Sandman to have a good fucking time. But it doesn't matter who it was. Like, the, for the fact that he didn't come at you with any level of respect is the problem. And that's where the comp. And that, like I said, that to me is always where the conversation ends. If yeah. I have to, if I have to go out of my way to make you not be an asshole, I'm going to make it hurt. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you should. If, you're, if you're willing to go, yeah, I'm cool. Like, let's let this shit ride out. You're fine. But if not, I got to fuck you up. 
So I got to know. I mean, we're getting towards the end of the show, but I got to know. Okay. As a Philly ECW guy, did you watch Beyond the Mat or not Beyond the Mat? Uh, out yes, with I the, did watch Beyond the Mat. Well, that's old school, but I'm talking about the – I wanted to ask you if you saw The Lives and Crimes of New Jack. On of v- course. From Vice. It oh, was amazing. It was. Oh, my God. Dude. New Jack, New Jack is a is a you. If, I don't know if you watch like current wrestling or any like indie stuff. Uh, so there's I, a guy I've been for on my wrestling front. Pretty much when the WWE fucked up Invasion, I was done with wrestling. Ah, uh, so there's a guy out in uh in Jersey now goes by the name of Nick Gage. You want to look him up? Um, and he's basically he's a white guy doing the New Jack gimmick. Interesting. Down to oh. I, you know, he comes out. Yeah, he wears his bandana tied like like uh, like New Jack. He has a he's allegedly has a criminal record. When you go back and look at it, he was he's like, yeah, I robbed the bank. And we're like, no, 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 no. You didn't rob the bank. You were like an accessory to the robbery of the bank. Like basically, you were in the car waiting for <laughs> That's the my thing with wrestling, where it's just like it's so like the stereotypes are still so pronounced. Well, I mean, not as much because I've been following Kofi pretty hard lately. Like mm-hmm. I haven't been super on, I'm just like, yo, no, that dude's on his shit. Like it's very much like pro black, like properly yeah. done. Like back in the day, it used to be so like pronounced well, the, on the stereotypes. I mean, the, the, that was whole, New Jack's whole thing in Smoky Mountain Wrestling was to be like an aggressive black man. Yep. To be a heel, to be an aggressive black man. He was booked. He was booked. I mean, there was a, again when he called it. He said, he said uh, he called the NAACP something that to this day, like, is just funny as hell. If you, Alex, you ever get bored, like, look up old New Jack promos. I will. I will. I mean, promos I mean, are my amazing. favorite thing to cut. Yeah, no, yep. I love like watching promos. Like, I mean, I'm familiar with all the terms. Like, I say kayfabe probably once a week. Exactly. I mean, this is a dude who like came out to Natural Born Killers and like the fucking the pop, the pop for New Jack, and it played the and it played the entire time you wrestled. That was what was amazing about it. (laughs) You you need quotation fingers on wrestled (laughs) in a lot of those cases. It was a lot of just him beating people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Legit. I remember. I was trying to get back into wrestling, and I was watching it, and I was like, "Crime time! Oh my god, I'm out!" Like, like their crime time, like there's their whole thing, and then I was like, "Oh, I looked into it," and I was like, "All right, this isn't what I thought it was," but it definitely felt a certain way just from like the presentation. Yeah, the, of the two African American fucking wrestlers being portrayed as thugs. Yeah, that's a little problematic. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it was just like, all right, but no, like I see. Like, I've thought about this. It seems at the end of every decade, I get super back into wrestling. That's how it's always worked for me. Like, yep. Attitude Era is like 99, fucking 2009, I'm giving it. So it's about time for me to care about, like, get super back into it again. I Don't bother. WWE's writing is still fucking mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Because I, I, well, I listen to, to what, what's uh, Chad Khan's kid's name? I can't remember his name. Tony Khan, yeah, yeah, no, he's on a he's on the Levitard show. He's been on there a couple times, and I'm just like, oh, I kind of like, I like and how he talks about wrestling and the business and everything. Until AEW he's, he's is a stinks. Until AEW is a legitimate <laughs> competitor to WWE, the product will continue to stink. 
AEW itself stinks. Uh, AEW is a bunch of guys acting. They're doing WWE, but the way they want to do it versus like creating a true alternative to it. Right. And that's the problem because WWE has such a monopoly on the business. They don't have to be good. Mm-hmm. This is what we're like invasion fucking failed. This is where like when WCW went away, the WWE product became such hot garbage. <laughs> We, yeah, they have nothing to compete against. I'm exactly, gonna, I understand that. So I'm gonna uh, look because I, I gotta. I, you, you, hey, look, man, it's almost one o'clock out here. we're gonna be about that time in just a moment. I just, I, I, we're, I was like, we're because we can hop into the we can hop into the weeds on this one. I, I don't know if it's as much of the storytelling. I blame the fans. Once the fans realize that they influence storylines, and it, it really goes back to the Daniel Bryan storyline when he won the title at WrestleMania 30. And the WWE had a plan for both Daniel Bryan and even like the Batista uh, return. They had a plan for that match. They had a plan for what they wanted. And they gave in to, I, I hesitate to say fan pressure, as much as like they recognized like we're not going to win this with, with, with our fans. And the problem became not that, hey, we listen to our fans. It became fans deciding that anytime they want, they can hijack a show. They can hijack a story. And WWE began reacting to that. Well, F it. They booed the guy one time, get him off the TV because they don't like him anymore. And it's a waste of time. See, I think that's all systemic because they have no real competition. Like, they don't have to step up because... They have no real fucking competition. In the but, Monday Night Wars, both WCW and WWE fucking had to step their game up every fucking week because they had active, legitimate competition. But can I tell you, this is I've always I've always pushed back in retrospect when you go back and you look at the, the Monday Night Wars, you go back and watch like old WCW, old WWF. The one thing that you notice is the business degraded because they had to start giving away shit that they used to make you pay for. Well, no, no. WCW was 100% guilty of that, of giving away pay-per-view level matches on Monday nights. Every what? week to pop Every- ratings. Yeah. And so what, so what it became was they were, you're chasing a dragon at that point, right? I'm okay like with that. The first time you get high. I'm okay with that. Or the first time you try like a, a food that you never had before. You're like, oh shit, that was good. Then you go back the next day and you're like, eh, it's good, but doesn't taste like yesterday. That's what they were doing. They're they chasing, were. They're chasing, you're chasing a number, and you're. They were fundamentally chasing fans who are not actual wrestling fans. Because one thing that the Monday Night Wars did, they brought in casual people who loved the car crash shit, but they weren't going to watch week to week as much as they were watching to be a part of the conversation. It was like Game of Thrones, but it still worked. Yeah, but guess what? The problem is that can only work for so long. It, I agree. It's not sustainable, but... And that's it, what happened. You still end up with, you know, almost 20 years later, the hot garbage we have now. I, I can't call it all hot garbage. Because I watch. I mean, I watch weekly. I mean, it's um, not all hot garbage. Occasionally you're like, oh shit, there's a fucking diamond in the rough here, but the majority of it, because there is no competition, is still hot garbage. Mm, 
like I said, this is a longer conversation. We're, you're gonna have to bring me back just All for right, this. Well, we're, we're gonna have a just full so we, wrestling just so we can talk this wrestling shit. Because right. I can, I can actually have a con. We can have a, a a large conversation. Like Alex isn't even involved anymore. He's like Alex is like what Alex the is fuck looking up his own. About? Alex is looking up his own porn right now. He's like, just no, give me more GB, and then when it's over, I'm fine. I love that Griff checked out like 30 minutes ago and just never came back. He's he had, I'm sure he had to deal. He had to deal with some shit. Like he, <laughs> unlike all of us, he is actually working harder. He was one of the heroes because he still works. He works at a grocery store, so it's like he's one of the when they he's call essential. him like heroes. He's essential, essential which is workers. bullshit. That's bullshit. It is. It is hyper. You know, late stage capitalism is um, not so great for people that aren't rich. Mm hmm. Agreed. I think we're going to actually wrap it on that point. (laughs) I'm okay with that. We're going to call last call on this motherfucker. We'll have you guys on again. Alex Scorsese, let's let the people know where they can find all your guys' music, all what's going on. Do plugs for Griff since he bailed on us. Yeah, it's all it's all a part of us. So it's crazy to go for it. All right, check this out, man. First of all, com. You can find all of Alex Ludovico's music. You can find all of Scorsese Lord Jones's music. You can find all of Jason Griff's music, and you can find all of our current offshoot groups, including the East Hampton Polo Boys. We just dropped the summer catalog on Thursday. You'll be able to pick up uh, the dope summer catalog merch, which includes embroidered shorts, embroidered polos, the ill white tees, and the bucket hats, including the one that I got on now. Hell Y'all yeah. can't see it, but you guys can see it. I got a couple left. Um, the CDs are selling fast. We only got 15 CDs left. Um, each one is going to be individually numbered and signed by me. Um, next week, we're going to be dropping the first official single for the Midnight Express. Midnight Express is a continuation of the projects that me and Jason Griff are doing. So that's Griff Scorsese officially. Uh, Midnight Express, of course, for those who know or in the know, is based on the original tag team uh, helmed by Jim Cornette um, and the rotating cast of characters. So the 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 idea for the record is it's me um, as Stan Lane, and I'm getting a different tag partner every time we go to a different territory. Uh, the tagline, of course, we're making towns from coast to coast. Um, check the joint Bobby Seal with Alex. Um, I know he's mad at me. I had to steal that record, but it was amazing. Nah, bro. No, <laughs> dude. I was when you sent the track list. I was like, yes, because I'm putting that Trouble record on my record. So it's either fair enough. Fair we enough. Of, so, <laughs> so we're just really kind of introducing the Fedora Boys back and forth. We're dropping that uh, album September 24th. You're gonna be hearing a lot more about that record real soon. Um, next up, of course, after that. Alex is working on his project called White Boy. Um, I've heard a couple of records off of that. I actually got to go upstairs to record a verse for that record. We're done here. <laughs> um, now, that it's cooled, now that my attic is cooled off, I can get up there and get it done. Send it back. <laughs> but I've heard the, I don't know if it's going to be the first single. Um, I'll let Alex uh, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, no, so. it is. It is. Yeah, no, Okay. It is. Yeah. I've heard the first single is incredible. Um, we also dropped the record. Uh, Alex dropped the record with Griff entitled Black Runner. Uh, we dropped that last month uh, that details the life or the last moments of life from uh, Ahmaud Aubrey, uh, who was executed uh, in the Atlanta, Georgia area. Um, and this record currently over, I think it's almost like 7,000 streams. 
Oh, hold on, wait. All right, I'm a. I know it's visual, and I hope this works. We are almost. Oh almost ten k. Almost ten k. Almost ten k. Almost ten k. This record's being picked up. Way. It's being picked up all over the place. Um, we've uh, raised over three hundred dollars for the NAACP uh, okay. Legal Defense Fund. Oh, wow, wow. Every single sale from that record goes to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. That's not just when it dropped. That's going to be in uh, perpetuity. So if you guys want to go and support that record, um, streaming it is great. But going and buying it and just drop, we'll drop that money off. Um, we're just going to keep just kind of doing that. Uh, again, Alex is getting ready to drop his project soon. We're just working out dates. Uh, Griff has a compilation project that he's been working on uh, pretty much forever. But that's going to be dropping soon as well. And then, of course, uh, the Nation Gang. So the Nation Gang, of course, that's the Nation of Domination. Um, this is my subgroup uh, with a couple of Philly MCs. Um, so this is a really dope record uh, that I've been working on. It's going to be called Domination. Before that drops, we're actually going to be dropping a little EP. Uh, you guys will be getting that end of August. So it's the records, man. We're just going to be dropping over and over again, really kind of building. Um, we want you guys to come with us. Please follow us on Instagram. Please follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is INS Recordings. Follow us on Instagram at Insubordinate Records. I just sent out, I think it was like 60 sticker packs. Fuck yeah. Um, just yeah, by joining follow us by on Insta, up. Free, free stickers. Yeah. If you follow us, yeah, player, get on that. Follow us right now. Yeah. Get some free stickers. So that's, yeah, if you, so I have, where's my merch? Where, where's my merch, guys? What the, what the that's hell? The, that's the thing, Slayer. We got to, just remind me, um, get with Alex. I'm gonna make sure I send you out a, a dope little insubordinate records uh box with in a kit with some stuff that we got. I mean, like, if, I you, handle all if you give me merch, I will wear it on camera. Then say no more. We got Done. you back. I'm gonna make sure we get you right. Um, we're gonna be dropping, uh, we're gonna be doing continued uh little giveaways and stuff coming up in September. We're actually gonna be doing our uh, insubordinate grab bags, which will include the exclusive insubordinate tee with the logo, um, as well as you'll give, get a project from one of us and some other nice little knickknacks and things that we have uh, hanging out in the house. Uh, I know I'm talking about a whole bunch of shit, but I just want to tell you guys, man, one thing the insubordinate records is proud of, we don't put anything on our website that we don't believe in, and we Fuck don't yeah. put out anything that doesn't exist. A lot of these little quote-unquote record labels, they use their people to buy the stuff before they get it we have it in hand if it's on our website we have it in hand so if you want a shirt from us and you buy that shirt right. that shirt's in the mail 48 hours later if you want a, a song you want an album and we're selling it we're going to be coming we got oh man listen i'm when i tell you like it's it's hunting season man we're the shit that we got coming i've heard a couple of records off a of white boy J- Alex himself. Hold on, all right. We'll do this again visually. So, Ooh. like, this is we cover life out here. That's the cover of the record. Yes, yeah. sir. For the audio audience, you either. Describe a, it for the audio audience. Yeah. This is primarily so consumed a, audio. Maybe picture of me. So the entire record is in based suit. around the you're, idea. You're in a you suit. talk about yeah. you. You hype yourself up. I don't talk <laughs> yeah, about yeah, Midnight yeah. Express. <laughs> I talked about the Polo right. Boys. Midnight, yeah, yeah. yeah. Midnight Express is a fucking amazing record. I got I got my preview earlier. Phenomenal. Fuck it, dude. That shit's amazing, bro. Like it's so good. Fucking awesome. But White boy is is based on it's it's about the current climate where we're all like this is the thing that I love about the current climate that I try to tell people all the time. 
where it's like we're all figuring out different shit that is it's like racial shit has been a part of our society for so long but we're all really sitting down now and figuring out where we didn't understand things what is the new knowledge we're acquiring cool so this entire record that i'm working on is about the idea that you know, we there's a perception like my entire life. It's like you know, Slayer fucking knows me. I've been in like because Scorsese the same shit. Or it's like I've been in the shit, and it's like oh, white boy, because you like you know what I'm saying you like metal, fucking all that shit. Right. So I'm working on an entire record about the idea of what is what is the concept of what it is to be black versus all these things. Like it's we're. We're out here making super dope shit. It's going to be fucking Dude, amazing. I'm excited I'm really to hear excited it. About it. Like, you better send me tracks because I want to hear this shit. I will. I'll send, I'll send you the preview. I'll send you a little preview. I, like, absolutely. You can't leave me on hanging some, on this shit. I want to hear it. I will send you where we at right now. I promise. I'll, I'm literally going to text it to you right now. Fuck yeah. Um, fuck yeah. Alex, where can they find you on the socials too? It's all Alex Ludovico, A-L-E-X-L-U-D-O-V-I-C-O. That's Insta, Twitter, Facebook. Who uses Facebook? For your mom, it's on Facebook too. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, do you want to throw out Griff's with... socials? Even though he just uses it to promote yeah, yeah. Animal Crossing or some yeah. shit. <laughs> it's Splatoon. Splatoon is his game. Splatoon, baby. <laughs> Splatoon. So his are easy. It's, uh, I, yeah. Go it's ahead. Uh, I am Jason Griff. Again, across all platforms, you can hit him up. Um, mine are pretty simple. Uh, on Twitter is Lord Jones, L O R D E J O N E S. On uh, Instagram is just Jihad Scorsese, one word. Um, if you guys and just so you guys know, we're always looking for talent. Um, you know, like I said, we are a label. We we have an LLC. We have all of our pieces together. We're not just a bunch of guys making music. Yeah, we're 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 actually legit. Um, and once we get through our first round of kind of building our label, if you are a, a talent, if you are a, a rapper, if you are an MC, if you are a singer, if you are somebody who is just like, yo, I want to get promotion. Yo, I need somebody who can give me a merch idea that's going to come out of the box. Like when I tell you like if you're our a fucking, merch idea, If you're a band, if you're a fucking dope ass Fucking bad. Hey, hey, for you guys, if you ever need a scuzzy former label head, like I'm around. Yeah, I need a. I, yeah. I need. We absolutely need a, a a scuzzy label head. Like no label works properly <laughs> without somebody who can tell other people. I mean, my audience has definitely heard this, but like I actually ran a metal label in like the mid 2000s. So like I actually have like scuzzy like 40 page contracts lying around and a lot of shit. Holy shit, we we need to talk to you then. We'll, we'll talk. <laughs> We'll holler. We'll holler. We'll, we'll take that offline. Insubordinate, insubordinate, aka raping you records, man. We're taking all your raping money. You, <laughs> Dude, I just for my audience has heard this, but like the contracts my my entertainment lawyer used to draw up. I'm like, I don't agree with everything of this. And he used to say, Well, you can't hand someone a perfect contract. You gotta have points that you'll let them negotiate out of. And then I had right. a bunch and then I had a bunch That's of amazing. artists who just signed the contract without fucking negotiating. I like how you wrote. But on that note, you can find me at Matt underscore Slayer, Matt Slayer on Instagram, uh, Matt F and Slayer on Facebook, and twitch.tv slash Matt F and Slayer for the Twitch stream with all the gaming bullshit. And you can find the podcast at and now we drink on Twitter and now we drink underscore on Instagram. And until next week, 
Drink up, motherfuckers. We're going to do this again real soon with all the guys from Insubordinate Records, which apparently I just got a job offer from. See? Yeah. Hey, man. There. Look, mother- motherfuckers, you know what it is, man. It's your boy, Scorsese. I'm getting the last motherfucking world. This motherfucking podcast. Y'all thought it was sweet. Y'all thought I wasn't going to say my fucking piece. Listen up, man. It's Scorsese Lord Jones. It's Insubordinate Records. It's Alex Ludovico, a.k.a. the Fedora Boys. It's your boy, Jason hey. Griff. Now, matter of fact, fuck Jason Griff. I want to make sure I say that twice <laughs> for the motherfuckers who can't hear it in the back. Fuck Jason Griff. You hear me? East Hampton Polo Boys, the summer catalog out now. Midnight Express, September 24th. White Boy coming soon. Nation of Domination, a.k.a. the Nation Gang. That's dropping in November. You motherfuckers got us fucked up. You heard me? (laughs) 